So Josh was just randomly standing there with his nipples out for no reason. Like and this. Now, why are you standing up? Never mind. He wants to feel tall for once. Oh, I don't ever get a did he, chance to feel did he twerk, Did he twerk him like Farmer Fran? Oh, God, I about fell and killed myself. You, you about put your head in a fan. Well, that would be Because that's what that they mean be, when they say the shit hit the fan. That would be such an amazing final resolution. Do what? How the hell did he go get a 12-foot step ladder? No, he he got, tried to stand on the stool. He's got your table. And he's kind of leaned it, up against it, and he went to act like he was going to stand on it. And I'm about to slip. Leave me alone. He don't give oh, a shit about yeah. you. He's worried about yeah. the table. Like, Fuck yeah, don't get hurt. Don't get hurt is what I meant to say. You were talking to the table, though, right? Yeah. Did he hear <laughs> I'm grown. I do what I want. Why well, you sound like Corey well, on the Maury You're show. old. We don't know about grown. Wait till your child starts giving you that <laughs> that attitude. If you grow, there you go. Go get a job. Where's the rent at? I mean, the only one Ben yeah. had to go through was Kenzie. <laughs> I would say his child already gives him that attitude. Yep. Only because he won't punch him in the mouth. I will. Oh Just take once. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, so today, I was sitting in the living room, and I was sitting here, and I was like, you know, you know what would be really great one day? Is if Ben was to come over here and babysit Davey while I was at cheer practice one day, and he smarts off to Ben, and Ben just sucker punches him right in the mouth, and then and then Josh comes home and Davey's like, man, 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 Ben hit me, and Josh is like, oh, poor baby, and then he takes Ben like, Josh. and then Ben's like, he smarted off, he would just won't do what Josh needs to do. He just did what Josh is supposed to do. You forgot the part where I hit Josh too. <laughs> I've not had to hit him yet, but I I popped him in the mouth, drug him by his fucking ear. Yeah, that's funny. Imagining that in my head is really funny. Literally every Saturday when we stop at the gas station, I was like, Davy, stop fucking smacking. He'll back that body with me will. That is the most annoying thing ever. Yeah, and I told him to close his mouth. I was like, my mouth is closed. No, it's not. I would tell you it wasn't. Kenny Arden would say something that would get us canceled. I almost said it. No. <laughs> Arden would have whooped that boy's ass. Yeah, but first he would have gave him that Kenny Arden. Come here, little. Actually, you know what he would have done first. He'd be like, who this boy's daddy? <laughs> yeah. Josh Redding, Kenny come up here and smack him in the head. He'd be like, get him under control. I'm going to whoop his ass. And then Kenny would uh, call him over. Hey, boy, come here. Let me let me see them chips you eating. Out the window they'd go. The whole damn bag. Boom. Hell, Chuck lost a brand new. Uh, what were those watches? Real big in the late night fossil. Oh yeah. A brand damn new, like a three hundred dollar fossil watch. His ex wife body. He kept clasping the band on and off. Kenny said, it sounds like Liberace, but he put an N in front of it. Let me let me see that watch. Chuck gives him a watch. He throws it right out the window. He said, I bet you won't like that motherfucker again. <laughs> Damn. Threw, threw our Mountain Dew bottles out of the window that had the, uh, the liquor in it because Chuck would pop the top of the bottle. I got to where I didn't get anything in a bottle that would pop. I didn't chew gum around him. 
I didn't need anything crunchy around him. He was in a real bad motorcycle wreck. It fucked with his head real bad. Like any noise like that would set him off on like a get his anxiety going, get him like nervous twitches and shit. Man, I'm glad you brought him up, Jason, because this is the anniversary of his passing this week. Oh, man. Oh, damn. It's crazy how stuff like that works. We, uh, you know, Drew, he comes up all the time, and it always seems like it was just yesterday when that happened. Right. And uh, I remember that because it was right around uh, Kylie's birthday when he died, because we were actually at the funeral home on Kylie's birthday that year. And I'd have to double check in my memories again, but I want to say, uh, 2000. Well, how long were we in the first building? Just a year, right? Think so. So it was, it was the June after the first Farley con or the July after the first Farley con. I'm sorry. Because his birthday is uh, June 25th and past July 25th. I heard there's a statistic that most people die close to their birthdays, which is really creepy and weird. Oh, that's good to know, considering mine's in a week and a half. Oh, yeah. I got a way we can celebrate your birthday if y'all don't have plans in the afternoon. What's that? Uh, Kylie's first softball game is August 5th at Dade County. Oh, nice. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, 12 and 2.30. Last year they had varsity. The last two years they've had varsity play first, then JV play second. So, uh, they don't know how. Yeah, she'll be on varsity because she's upperclassman, but she can play some JV too. But uh, they hadn't really said who's going to be on JV. I think they're pretty much leave it to. The freshmen and sophomores because they got so many of them. But I know she's she's on varsity because she's uh she's gonna be used as the main runner for a couple of the pitchers. Oh okay. Our little Acuna there with a. Uh, I'm gonna tell her she's gonna have to get 48 stolen bases too. Yeah, she got that 40 40 speed. We'll buy her a bunch of those uh solid black batting gloves. She can one for every base she's gonna steal. She's gonna steal, nail them to the wall. <laughs> uh, she did. Uh, uh, you know, we've all talked about my situation. We'll cover a little bit deeper about that later. But uh, I hadn't worked in a few years, so mom and dad gave her some money to go get school clothes and told her to go ahead and find her cleats and her batting gloves. So she couldn't find cleats at Hibbits. All they had were metal spikes. So she come back with these badass Mike Trout batting gloves, though. Oh, nice. Uh, Tennessee uh, tax-free weekend is this weekend, so she might find some stuff there. Yeah, we might go back out this weekend. Um, are y'all watching the NXT gimmick on Sunday? That's got to preach that card weekend. I have no idea. Got a pretty good card. Uh, maybe we just come over and still do the dinner then. Even if we don't watch wrestling. Right. I know that she'd like to swim and see everybody, so we could do that and record some Patrons. 
parents are gone. They won't be back till Monday evening. They went to the lake for mom's birthday. By the way, anybody listening? Send my mom good love tomorrow. It will be her. Hell, hold on, I suck at math. <laughs> Jason, you're good at math. She's 17 years older than me, and I'm 44 right now. 61. Okay, that's what I thought. Because yeah, that's right. Dad's 63. Oh, the younger woman, huh? Hell yeah. Dirty old man. Wait, hang on. How old did you say he was? 63? 59, so he's 63, 64. He's 64 this year. Yeah, mom's 62 this year then. No, he's like, he goes, oh, it's 20. When he got your mom pregnant. Do what? That could technically be illegal. I was there when he got my mom pregnant. Obviously. Well, you came with your dad, but left with your mom. Uh, I was like, wait, huh? I also went on their. I was also at their wedding and went on their honeymoon with them. Hey Ben, I have a question. Okay. Did I tell you about how I stung myself with a bee stinger? With a what? With a bee stinger. <laughs> She's. You know how what? freaked out she is about bees. Hang on. Let me tell Hold you on. one story. Pretty please. What? Like a bee stinger, like on a bee's ass? Yeah, yes. like one of those. Were you holding a fucking bee? No, okay, so I was outside, and I was laying on my stomach, and I was outside with my mom. We were tanning. Laying on okay. my blanket or whatever, living life, you know. Um, and there was a bee, and it landed on my back. And so I smacked it off, and whenever I smacked it, I cut it in half. And then the... And oh, the, wow. And then I, she Judy chopped that bitch. Yeah, I, I sat up, and the stinger was on the blanket, and I wanted to touch the butt because it was fuzzy, you know. Bead's butts are fuzzy, and I've never touched a bead's butt before. So I wanted to touch it, and I wanted to show my mom. And so I went to go show my mom, and I went to pick it up, and I didn't think that the stinger would still be intact because I chopped it in half. So I picked it up, and whenever I picked it up, it stung me on my thumb. Oh, my pal. <laughs> That's one hell of a damn story. Um, I told my coach about that yesterday, and he told me he was disappointed in me. That'll be ten bucks, everybody. Yeah, I'm not. That sounds exactly like something Emmy would do. It does, one hundred and twenty-five percent. I need to leave you when I get low on a can of dip. Just have like one or two pouches. Leave it over there. That way, you can just open the pouch up, put some of the tobacco on the steam. Does that help? I can see you're going to try. Yeah, yeah take pain right out of it instantly. Yeah. I can see you're going to try it for martial arts classes. What are your experiences? Well, I don't mean to brag, but I'm trying to pee in I'm going to go take a picture of this guy. Now, here's what I need you to do now is practice chopping a fly, because that's some Mr. Miyagi type shit. Oh, yeah. Catching a fly with chopsticks. Yeah. Oh, my God. This guy's so beautiful. Squirrel. I think I have a top five. Okay. But it's going to be different. I'm going to say them and work. Hey, can you pause just a second? I got a phone call I got to take. Yeah, pause for the calls. Sorry, right. that was his hooker. Yeah, your hooker was calling you, wasn't it? No, it was my daughter. Which one? Oh, wait, you only technically have one. Well, they're all together. They're both together. Oh, okay. Well. They went to the store, and she couldn't remember what I wanted. Okay, respectfully, like at this point, I think that you have a son and a daughter. Mac. I would I would concur with that. Can we call? Can we, can we, can we call? Can we call? I can't even fucking talk. Mackenzie can be a guy's name, too. It can. We'll just call it, instead of calling her Ken's, we'll just call her Ken. <laughs> I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> I cracked myself up. Shit. All right. Like I was saying, I think I got a top five, but it'll be different. All right. What you got there? All right. 
I will name the five that I like the most, and then we will rank them in order how we see fit. Oh, okay. Ooh, I like it. I like Can it. Can I do it? All right, you ready? Yeah. The original, new edition, new kids on the block, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, and O-Town. Oh, shit. What's the last one? Uh, I think you already have them in order from one through five. Uh, that would probably be mine. So you think NSYNC, New Kids, NSYNC, Backstreet, O-Town. Yeah, New Edition, New Kids, NSYNC, Backstreet, O-Town. That's only four. And I, I, I could honestly rotate four and five because O-Town had that one fucking banger that still holds us today. Yeah, yeah. All right. And just for good measure, on the outside of the top five looking in, 3T. Yeah, and I know nobody's going to know who I'm talking about but Jason. They are Jermaine Jackson's sons, Michael Jackson's nephews. And in the mid-80s, they were phenomenal. Yeah, them boys was good. I'm thinking, you know, I could swap out one and two. I was always a New Kids on the Block fan. I got into the New Edition later. Yeah, one and two could float, but I got to put New Edition up because other than the Jackson Five, they were the original boy band. Right. right. And you know, here it is all these years later, and they're still going strong. And, you know, depending on what you, if you consider New Edition to be a boy band like that, you could have uh, Boys to Men in there, too, and, you know, stuff like that. You're right. That's where it gets a little tricky. Right. Uh, I try to do it with, that's why I got 3T on the outside looking in. Uh, four or more members is what I was going for. I got you. You know, to me, that makes it a little deeper. That way, that cuts out like 112, uh, Subway, groups like, you know. Jagged Edge. Yeah, Jagged Edge. Drew Hill would be in there because they had like five or six members. What about you, Will? How would you rank those five from your favorites? You got yours yet? Favorite wise, let's see. I bet me and gonna have similar. Mine would probably be backwards, honestly. Yep. You would go O Town number one. No, well not completely backwards, but like Instinct Backstreet, New Kids. Well, O Town would still probably be my number five, but Instinct would definitely be my number one. See, I'm with you there. A lot of people say Backstreet better than Instinct, but I don't agree. No, and, and honestly, if Timberlake would not have been in NSYNC, JC would be a music god right now. Yes. He That's why I'm glad there is a platform. Like, he was he was really good. Well, I don't know if y'all seen this guy on TikTok that does like the rehearsal videos and yes, it shows he's got yes, ramen on his yes. head. He yeah. is hilarious, but like, they did a performance somebody posted on TikTok the other day on the Jackson 5, like, 50th anniversary or something that was on BET. And uh, New or NSYNC came out singing with them. And JC was fucking murdering Mike. I mean, like, step for step with everything Mike was doing, singing and dancing. Oh, yeah. So, like, if you put Timberlake, don't get me wrong. I like Timberlake's style of music better because it leans more to the urban side. 
than the pop side, and that's my genre. But if you took him out, JC would be he would be selling out stadiums right now, not just you know concert halls and auditoriums. Oh, agreed. Jay Z was really good. Uh, what about you, Josh? What would your order be? And I think this to me, this is kind of like the reason that popped in my head. I just closed my Pandora, and it was on uh, New Kids on the Block. But that got me to thinking that this is very going to be very similar, in my opinion, to how our wrestling, how we view our wrestling and who our favorites are because of the age difference. Yep. Yeah. Mine will be similar to Will, but it's going to be flipped. It'll be Backstreet, NSYNC, New Kids, Originals, O-Town. Because I I I got more I, – I loved NSYNC. I loved them both. But I liked uh, back, a lot of Backstreet uh, Boys music more. I had the Millennium album. Uh, you know, I, Backstreet, to me, was more poppy, dancey, where it had more of the ballads. <laughs> well, me and Jennifer fought over that album when it came out. You know, we'd listen to it all the time. and Bro, people used to make fun of me. Jason can probably relate to this. People used to make fun of us in... Uh, middle school because we're walking around with walkman's on jason would have been in elementary but walking around with walkman's on listening to new kids on the block they're like you know you got the oh you're gay you're a fag you're this you're that bro good music is good music i don't give a fuck exactly oh, man yeah. exactly but yeah that's one of the highlights from my childhood i got to go to the new kids on the block concert at utc arena hell yeah Me, and it was just i was the only boy cousin that wanted to go my like, you want to go? My brother's like, he wanted to go because he was a new kid's fan, but he was too little, so mom would let him go. I was like, damn right, I want to go. Exactly. Doesn't matter what kind of band it is. What? No, it's good music. Is good music. And the eighties and nineties was like the fucking. Bro, eighties and nineties had the best music, the best TV shows, the best cartoons. Eighties and nineties can arguably. I don't think it's argue, arguable. It was the best generation. Best yeah, generation. now my parents are going to say the 70s. Yeah. And, we, you know, 70s did look kind of fucking lit off some of the movies and shit I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. And shit hell. I mean, days, I would love to live in some days and confused days. <laughs> right. Just yeah. walk down the street and light up a joint. What up, man? Pass it to the car. Be, be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> yeah, it was a little rapey <laughs> in that movie, <laughs> but that's okay. That's a good top five, Ben. Hell yeah, I like that. And like I said, with that O-Town, I can't tell you anything else they sing, but uh, because I want it all or nothing at all. That shit still gets me in my feels when I hear it. I went down the TikTok rabbit hole last night because some girl had posted. uh, It was uh, all the members except one of uh, O-Town, Chris Kirkpatrick, and... uh, the lead dude that played guitar for B.B. Mac are all on tour right now. Oh, wow. Like, all of B.B. Mac's on tour, but they missed this one because they didn't. They couldn't get their visas from Canada in time. But, bro, they're doing... Uh, like, O-Town did their set because they're all there, all there, but then they filled in for parts for NSYNC, for Kirkpatrick. Um, they're doing Boys to Men. Uh, the Puerto Rican dude from uh, O-Town is yeah. rapping. Oh, wow. Like, man, just, I went there. She had, like, 15 videos from that concert, and I sit here and watched them, every one of them yesterday. 
like I said, good music is good music. Yeah, nice. yeah Will, uh, me and Will about the same time remembered the other O-Town song. <laughs> Which one was it? It was Liquid Dreams. It was literally a song about yes. coming in your sleep. And I'll tell you another one. LMFAO was, uh, they had that one big hit. They have a song. The Summer Girls, LFO. Yeah, I mean, you know, that shit came out. And I think the reason with Instring and Backstreet with me is because y'all all know I, I got burned in 99. And so I was bedridden for a long time and my niece was born. And that would be about the same time that Tiffany would take a nap and Bailey would come and lay with me and fall asleep was during TRL. So, you know, oh, yeah. back then... But, I mean, the 90s was just fun because you had all these rivalries that weren't really rivalries. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, this podcast to do is about wrestling. It's kind of like how you've got people think there's a rivalry between AEW and WWE talent, and they're not. But you had all these made-up beats. Now, there was some legit. Eminem hated everybody in 99. Oh, yeah. Especially Moby. Because he was was an unknown white man. Because he was an unknown. Moby. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he was an unknown white man coming into a predominantly black uh, industry. Who so. honestly yeah, but probably has more talent than half of the... Rappers that are out there. Black talent in the rap business right now. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen... Bro, him is in my top three. Yeah. Have you seen the video on YouTube of him? It says, oh, you say nothing rhymes with orange and he proved everybody wrong? Bro, I'll have to send the one I sent you, Jason, where he comes out and raps LL shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. He comes out when they're putting LL in the... Uh, Hall of Fame? No, it wasn't a Hall of Fame. It was like a rap honors or something like that. Oh, okay. And he comes out and sings Rock the Bells. And if you've never heard Rock the Bells, it's super fast, super up-tempo, and LL's got a distinct voice. But M fucking kills it so bad that Cool is bowing to him from the bleachers. Yep. Now, here's what you do, though, is go look up Eminem's Hall of Fame induction... And watch how he performs. Man, like I said, Pac is my favorite. His yeah. lyrics, his delivery, exactly. his storytelling. Mm-hmm. Biggie is number two. Yep. And M is number three. Cube is four. And collectively, Wu-Tang is five. Damn, we have similar taste right there, Ben. Yeah, the Wu logo, I think, is going to be my next tattoo. Nice. I'd like to get Pac on, on here with Biggie. You'd have to get it on the other get, get Thug Life tatted across your stomach. God, nothing. We're not going that far now. God. Okay, leave the T off. Have Hug Life. Do you actually know what Thug Life stands for? I, rem- I used to remember. What- the hate you <laughs> give little infants fucks everyone. Yes. God, when I heard that, I was like, damn, I want to get Thug Life tatted on me now. <laughs> Uh, we got the top five gimmick out of the way, so let's go to the next question. Y'all boys have a good week so far? Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been pretty good. It's been a long ass week. I'm ready for Saturday. Well, we had talked about this the other night. Y'all want to go ahead and do our one community pop at the start of the show, and then we'll have individual pops later? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. All right. All right. Well, on the count of three. 
One, two, three. Guys, the stock was <laughs> fucking amazing. I wasn't keen into this. Oh. Yes, gas of stock was. <laughs> Everybody looked confused, so I was like, wait, are we already we saying it? <laughs> but yes, gas of stock was fucking amazing. First one I've got to make it out to. Uh, and I've also not been able to drink a lot because of the medicine I was on. So I tied the motherfucker on and couldn't feel my face. Yeah, yeah, the, the lips went numb. Yeah. yeah, they went numb after the fucking Del Taco incident again. <laughs> I have to tell Josh and Will that went off air. Yeah. Hey. No, before that was Williams. Saturday. Doug Williams is on, uh, ew. Well, no, oh, damn. That's like the one Doug you're booking Cyrus, right? <laughs> it's Doug Williams and Jody Fleisch. The madam? Oh, that was Heidi. And that was Fleiss. That's what I thought you said. Fleiss. Oh, okay. But, man, like I said, I lost my voice. I was buzzed as fuck. I got to eat a big Buford on a cheddar cheddar bun. <laughs> that shit was good. Delicious. <laughs> It was. Jason was mad as fuck because they were still advertising a mushroom Swiss burger and didn't have it. Oh, God damn. Fucking bastard. Yeah. <laughs> so, he too ate a big Buford on a cheddar cheddar bun. Yeah, I got my, I got the Buford on the cheddar bun. Hey. Ordered a mushroom pie. Had a baby. Oh, this hurts, Dad. It was dead. dead. Yeah, yeah, it was dead. Jesus Christ. That thing's heavy as fuck. No, this part, like the metal, it's like bent inwards. And it, like, sits it's on the top of your nose right and, like, puts a lot. Of, it hurts. Yeah, I got a new mask to yeah, debut Saturday. Nice. And Emily had it on, and she said it was crushing her nose, so you know it's going to crush mine. And my head actually fit. I thought your head was bigger than mine. I got it tight. Uh, you got a big-ass head. <laughs> it's empty as fuck, but you got a big-ass head. That's not the only thing you're going to be debuting what, if he's big ass head, they've already seen it. Y'all, is this, are you still in open? Yeah, we're still in open. I need this to hurry up. I need to get to my segment, y'all. I've got too much excitement right now. And it cannot be oh, contained. Okay. Well, well, we'll come right back with Ratchet Ronda's Roundup. Well, we'll come right back with the opening of the pod, with the news portion and the opening of the podcast. And then we'll have Ratchet Ronda's Roundup. It's not a lot. Yeah, sure, that's what we're going to do. But we'll be right back. What's up, fuckers, and welcome to the Turn the Buckle podcast. I am your host, Jason Hampton. Josh Cox. Guess who's here? Will Clark. But guess who's leaving right now? Me. <laughs> You'll hear it later. But he'll, the, but he'll be on the rest of the podcast later. What? How the fuck? Magic. <laughs> I hired Papa Shango to do his voodoo. God damn. <laughs> 
Okay, well, who the fuck I'm are you lying. on the telephone? I'm lying. I couldn't afford Papa Shango, so I got Ross the Voodoo Man from Global. Fucking A. <laughs> the Voodoo Priestess from Glow. None of you. Oh, wow. I think it's oh, love you, buddy. Be careful. All right, fuckers. I love y'all. See you, buddy. Love you. See you Saturday. See ya. Okay. And he's been Thrasher since he's not going to introduce himself. I was talking to Wilbur. Wilbur. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to RCW this coming Saturday. Fuck yes. We will go over that here in a little bit in Ratchet Ronda's segment. You yeah, better win. Because we got actual fucking talent at our show. Ben will tell you about that later, too. Some of my bitch. Son of my God. I, I hate that Clotter King bastards. Clotter King bastards? Mm-hmm. We don't need no stinking badgers. <laughs> my mother slapped me once. Hey, Emma, once. here's Dylan again. Too late. Uh, Give me a box of sweetest fish and a whiting fish. Oh, delicious. I like some Swedish fish. I like some Johnny Dangerously. <laughs> All right, this is the news segment. So, Josh. I got it. I know you got some stuff written down, and I got source, wrestling news source pulled up right now. Well, so that's where I pulled mine from. You don't get anything that I see. We'll go over. I'll kind of scroll as you scroll and see if there's anything there, but. Go ahead and tell me what you got written down. First thing I got written. First thing, before you have anything, I know you don't have this wrote down. Okay. Uh, Congratulations uh, is in order and goes out to uh, the first, the man who is my first memory of pro wrestling. Uh, Mr. Hulk Hogan is engaged again for the third time. Well, at least... At least third time. He's been married twice. Nah, it's bro. probably the third time. I think this is the fourth engagement. Well, that's why I said at least the third. Oh, yeah, and this girl, believe it or not, looks a lot like Brooke as well. That's so fucking weird. But an older Brooke. Cause she's a, this chick's at least in her 40s. Still weird. Yeah, Hogan's in his 80s, so. Brother. Nah, I think he's like 70, but. Yeah, congratulations to the Hulkster. Yes. Everybody maybe, deserves love. Maybe this one won't make it on Gawker. Brother, brother. Maybe this one won't shit on him with an 18-year-old. Speaking of brother, brother, did you write down the Shawn Michaels news? I did. Okay. Oh, wait. Oh, nope, I don't think I did. I don't think I did. Nope, I did not. All right. Uh, you got, I'll pull that one up real quick. Shawn Michaels leads the WWE media call, tease, mate. Keys is main roster stars in NXT and exciting No Mercy update. Of course, no this mercy. is the media call getting ready for Great American Bash 2023 this Sunday. Uh, here are some notes from the call. Cody Rhodes has been selected to lend his voice to the introduction of the Great American Bash on Sunday. Hell yeah. Nice. That's going to be awesome. Uh, Michael's expressed the desire to see Owens and Zayn in NXT. Oh, yeah. uh, I'll go read this one. I know you got it. So you can scratch it off, but it's in this press release too. Yeah. Uh, they are bringing back the No Mercy pay per view for NXT. NXT No Mercy has been officially announced for Saturday, September thirtieth, twenty twenty three, taking place at the Mechanics Bank Arena in Bakersfield, California. I wonder if Dwight Yoakam will be there. 
I love no. White Yoakum. He's a thousand miles from nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> but he walks the streets of Bakersfield. I don't know. He might have been doing too good. He he uh he might have still have that Kaiser blade stuck in his head. Some people might call it a Kaiser blade. I call it a sling blade. I think he's at the doctor with uh, a yeast infection. Your damn bridges are so tight. <laughs> Goddamn. Wendy Chu is diligently rehabilitating from her injuries, but her recovery is still a considerable time to go. Sean spoke highly. I'm gonna call him Sean because reading Michaels is funny. Sean spoke highly of Dominic Mysterio, praising him for his maturity and professionalism. He believes Dominic's respect for the wrestling business has been performing admirably. In NXT, Michaels expects Dominic to continue to evolve and find his identity in NXT. Uh, y'all do know that he was supposed to go to NXT initially, right? Yeah, I remember that. And, and the pandemic hit, so they just kept him up there with his dad. Uh, so when questioned about the possibility of a women's mid-card title, now that the tag titles are gone, Michaels expressed openness to the idea while also commending the non-title storylines within the division. I wouldn't hate that. If they're going to have the women's tag on all three brands, then I I don't hate that at all. No, not at all. Right. Uh, Michaels has been enjoying the Tony D'Angelo in prison storyline, as have I, as he believes D'Angelo has the potential to succeed as an actor beyond wrestling. I can see that. I can see that, too. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Regarding Carmelo Hayes, Sean has Sean advised him to focus on the present and not get ahead of himself with thoughts of a call up. The emphasis on preparing Hayes to be a strong representative of the company. Sean stated that Gable Stevenson has been training with WWE for a while. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, we fucking the know. fucking goddamn WrestleMania where Angle retired. After expressing his interest in getting him involved, he was granted permission to use the Olympic gold medalist. Uh, and he will actually make his in-ring debut against Baron Corbin Sunday at Great American Bash. Which should be very good. Yes, the whole card is good. I'll see yeah. after Josh starts on news, I'll see if I can find the whole card. Uh, he also expressed appreciation for Robert Stone's versatility and stated that Stone is welcome in NXT for as long as he wishes to be there. Sean has, finds value in having managers in NXT. Robert Stone is vastly underrated as a manager... And as a green talent. For those of you that don't know, Robert Stone used to be Robbie E in TNA and Rob Echoes on the Indies. Uh, phenomenal fucking guy. Agreed. Concerning the weapons wild match between Blair Davenport and Roxanne Perez, Michael believes the stipulation is fitting given the storyline and he wanted to include Perez on the card, giving her ties to Texas. Regarding Dragon Lee, Sean noted that he is making the most of his opportunities offered at the PC and has not asked for any special treatment. Hell yeah. Well, that's good, because, you know, you get some of those guys who think, you know, oh, well, I've been doing this for so long, and blah, 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 I deserve something. Right. Uh, Josh, what you got there? All right, I want to start off with one that really pissed me off. Bret Hart was on uh, Brian Huh? I know where this, I know this one. Brian Solomon's uh, radio show uh, had Bret Hart as a guest, and he said in an interview that Bret offered to agent for AEW, but they denied him because they only wanted him in a manager role. Now tell who they picked as an agent. All right, because this is on here too. Orange Cassidy. What the fuck? You mean to tell me you've got one of the greatest wrestlers in the history of our business, but you wanted him in an on-screen role? How many? 
why would you not want to sit under the learning tree of fucking Brett the Hitman Hart? Cassidy, great worker. Gimmick works for him. But what can I, he teach? I think he's a great gimmick. I'm not going to say he's a great worker. What What can he teach these people? He's still a... He, I don't know how much time he's had in the business, but how can you tell me you thought Orange Cassidy could be a better agent than Brett the fucking Hitman Hart when he's had over 30 years in this business? Well, you got to think, it don't matter how long he's been in the business, how long he's been a TV wrestler? Three years. Exactly. And that, accountant, TV wrestling is totally different than any other wrestling. If you've never done it, it's totally fucking different. And not even that. Very true. You don't have, you not only count Brett's time in the business, but Brett has been in wrestling his entire fucking life since he was popped out of his mama's vagina. Now let's back this up. They said they only wanted him as an on-screen character. Okay, sign this man as an on-screen talent and an agent. You're doing the same thing with Billy Gunn. You were doing it with Whitmer before he got fired. They just did it with Jerry Lynn. Hell, Jerry Lynn's going to have a fucking match next week. You do it with Arn. You do it with Jake. You've done it with Arn. You've done it with Jake. You've done it with Tully. You've done it with Vicky Guerrero. Why would you not use Brett? Yeah. And apparently he's been doing this Think since the company about opened. The shit. Think about the fucking rub that they would have got in Canada when he come out with Martha to, to present. present the trophies or whatever. It's a- Unless there's heat there. But then think about the pop he would have got when he came out with FTR to second them or came out with Punk to second him in Calgary. Yeah, I mean, you don't... Unless he, unless he vehemently objects to it, you can still have him come out on TV every so often for special yeah. appearances. I mean, be like... Negotiate Bro, there's with your the, authority figure. Negotiate with the man. Be like, hey, yeah, we'd love to have you as an agent. Would you be okay with a few times a year coming on screen and just having an announcement to pop the crowd, to make the crowd happy? Well, I mean, if, if he's going to be there as an agent, use him when you need an authority figure. Yeah. Because their, their authority figures are lacking. Like, you'll have 15 people beating the shit out of one guy, and there's no security, no referees. But then you got one guy walking down the ramp to confront the other guy, and there's 37 security guards and 15 referees. There's no rhyme or reason to the way they do shit. Yeah. Now, I will say this. Collision is nowhere near that. Collision is the only wrestling show on television right now. Love Collision. Yeah, come that on. That was stupid. That, that, that's a very bad L from AEW. That's what? very bad. I'm not saying that I disagree with you guys, but the way it read to me was not that he was hired in to do this or he's getting, you know, he's doing this because they're, you know, going to pay him to do it or anything like that. It's just like a... Who is he? Pronouns, pal. Uh, Cassidy. Okay. Uh, it said that he was taking on more of the report I read or heard. I can't remember if I heard this on the wrestle talk or if it was one that I'd read somewhere that he was taking the initiative to have more of a backstage role and helping to try to agent some matches. Like, it's yeah, not I don't like, think the two coincide. I don't think they did hire Brett to hire orange. I'm not saying that, but you turn Brett down, but you give Cassidy the opportunity. That's, that's dumb. Yeah. But the only way I can see it, like, it making any kind of sense as to why would be that Cassidy's already there and he's already getting paid by the company, so they're not having to pay him more to do whatever. But I bet they are. 
They may, and I mean, they may be. I don't know. I'm not saying that they are or not, but. Because Billy's got two contracts. He's got a performer contract, and he's got a, a backstage contract. But why couldn't you still do that? Why couldn't you take the advice that I gave them? Let him age an up-and-coming guy's matches on Rampage. But if Bret Hart is offering, why would you fucking turn him down? Yeah. I'd I'd be begging. The only thing I could think of as to why they wouldn't want to give him a job is maybe the first. Because he's done, what, one or two things for AEW in the past? Yeah, he introduced the world title. I know he introduced the world title at the first pay-per-view. I don't know that he's been back on there since. So maybe something. I know he's been there, but I don't think he's been on camera since. Maybe something happened there that you know kind of soured him on the thought of having him do something. I mean, he's very outspoken person. Look at it from a business standpoint. They're stupid. He owns the fucking Stampede Library. That's why there's no Stampede stuff. That's why the Bret Hart DVD and all that has been took off Peacock. That would be a coup. For a streaming service. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. So, yeah, that's the L from AEW. And you're already hiring guys that are giving you nothing to your company. What does Mark Henry and Big Show do besides community outreach? Yeah. Uh, Commentary here for one, a backstage announcer. On Rampage, just to do the get that one bit. But he would he would have been your perfect authority figure. Which one? Brett. Yeah. He's got the respect. He's got the notoriety. He could age it and help put the matches together. And then in Tony, instead of Tony Schiavone having to get the shit in the earpiece, which is stupid as fuck, you could have him be the own camera commissioner. But. I don't if know if you is, have it down. Go ahead. If he had an on-camera role, I would not want him to be the commissioner since he's Canadian. I would want him to be the president of AEW. The president. The hell the presidente. Just like President Jack Tunney was because he was Canadian? What if he was the prime minister then? Prime minister of AEW. Prime rib roast minister? I like prime rib. Speaking <laughs> on AEW and agents, uh, Chris Hero has signed as a full-time producer. Nice. Really? Yes. No mention about wrestling. Uh, he tried out, la- we knew last month he was doing a tryout, and they hired him full-time. So, that's incredible. Well, sticking on that, another person did a tryout for a coach and producer role in AEW. Don't know how that's went yet. Don't know what the status is, but Scotty Too Hot, he tried out recently. I've just Tampa. seen that. So... Which, you know, he was killing it at the Performance Center. Yeah. Well, not only that, but he's been doing some, you know, sporadic in-ring work also. So, you know, he's keeping in shape <laughs> for all that. So. Well, like I said, uh, Jungle Boy come out and shit on, the e- shit on ECW and the FTW title. Uh, and I'm thinking, you know, somebody. I was thinking maybe Taz, but then I thought, well, Taz can't really wrestle. So I'm like. Somebody from ECW's got to come out, and Jerry Lynn come out and called him a bitch and, you know, told him it was ECW that paved the way for this generation of talent. So they're actually going to have a match next week, which, fucking, not a Jack Perry fan at all, but I love me some fucking Jerry Lynn. Hell yeah. Yeah. 
Fuck, uh, yeah. Speaking of dynamite last night, I told you how bad I thought the show was as a whole. I mean, the fucking main event was Claudio Mox versus Best Friends versus Lucha Bros. That was your main event. Wow. But they did do one thing I like. A.R. Fox got beat by Orange Cassidy, which that victory now makes him the longest reigning champion in AEW history. That dropped the fucking belt already. But after A.R. Fox got beat, Cassidy did the thing where he puts the sunglasses on him. Yeah. He poses for a second. A.R. breaks the glasses and knocks his dick in the dirt with a beautiful work punch. How damn right it was. Darby comes out, gets in his ass. So during Darby and Swerve's match, which that might be one reason Dynamite sucked to me last night because everything they're doing, we've seen numerous fucking times. Like, I love Swerve and I love Darby. If they never wrestle again, it'll be too soon. (laughs) But they did put AR Fox uh, with Swerve, which... You're a Lucha Underground fan like Jason and, or Josh and I are. Yes. You get you get the 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 slick in your window there. Absolutely. That that Hello War match they had at, that at Ultima Lucha. God damn. Yep. Yeah. Um, here's one that we'll we'll get to enjoy. Uh, my birthday weekend, guys, uh, for NWA 75. Violent J from the Insane Clown Posse will be there. Oh hell oh, yeah! Shit. All right, we gotta go now. Yes, sir. Uh, go ahead with what you got, Josh. Alrighty, um, I'm pretty about to find here. the card for. Do you have anything about Impact before I close out of this? Uh, no, I don't have anything on Impact. Uh, Impact uh, has announced the UK tour after a five-year hiatus. Hell yes. Gee, I wonder why they did that. <laughs> huh, I wonder. You think the market might but, be a little hot right now? But give them credit, though. I've always said that Impact was at their best when they were doing the uh, the tours in the UK. Yes. I mean, that's where we got Angle and, uh, Angle and AJ in a program. That's where we got the debut of MVP. Uh, so I think it'll be good. All right, here's some interesting news. Uh, uh, what am I looking for the card for? Great American Great. WWE files trademarks on multiple names. And they are Tyson DuPont, Kaya Saint, Izzy Dame, Trey Bearhill, and Tyreek Igwe. I don't know if I pronounced that last name right. I think one of those names, mainly the Tyson DuPont, is probably going to be the name they're going to be using for Pillman, I bet. Because I guarantee they ain't going to call him Pillman. Why wouldn't they? They've not mentioned Brian Pillman ever in WWE. In any capacity. And there's, there's things that's come up that they can talk about Brian. Maybe, I mean, maybe the real Triple H is... They did a whole fucking documentary about him. Yeah, a documentary about him, but they've never mentioned, like, on air on, like, Raw or SmackDown or anything. Bro, they had a whole fucking Raw about him. When? That was, that was the very first tribute show. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm talking about recently. Well, why would, what would be the <clears> point <throat> bringing him up? Well, there's all kinds of significant wrestling history that could uh, be brought up about him. Like, you know, most in crazy moments wrestling. Back that up. What was that W word you just said? What? Significant. What was the W word? Wrestling. Okay. And we've already went through the WWE changes their narrative. But I promise you, if Steve Austin has anything to say with it, that kid will still be a pillman. 
Well, hopefully so. But I don't think when the names will be for him yet. He's not even reported to the center, the performance center yet. He's supposed to be, I think, reporting in August. Yeah, so he's not posted. even. I don't. I he's don't think that yet. he's supposed to be. I think he's still getting shit together back home. Shall I just get group chat? Yeah, I've seen Will just take to. Yeah. He home. He posts a text when he gets home, so. Oh, that's not what he takes. Uh, uh, he said he was going to listen to the podcast because it was only 30 minutes. Yeah, he said they're kissing his ass. Ah. Uh, that's all right. I done got a promo on them bitches, too. Uh, what the fuck? Well, all right, next bit of news. Let's see. Okay. But they can't say none of them knew it because I, I got them all for Messenger and said my fucking piece. T.Y. did send a message that he a lot of people talking shit about good shows. Huh. Alright, I've only got one more bit of news and it's something that I think we're all going to be excited for. Iron Claw hits theater... December 22nd. <laughs> it cokes out at Christmas. <laughs> Goddamn. Which I'll say this after looking at the picture. Yes. Zach Efron's a pretty convincing Kevin. Yeah. The guy playing David looks really like David. Yep. And the guy playing Terry Gordy looks just like Terry Gordy. Yes, Goddamn. And Brent Banner. The guy playing like- Terry. Looks huh? like Kevin Ryan with a perm. Yes. The guy playing Mike. Eh. Like I said, they should have booked Brick Banner to play Kerry. Agreed. He can even do his own stunts. But I'm going to watch it uh, just because I'm a huge Von Eric Mark, and I'm, I'm excited to see that. That's That'll actually be the first wrestling movie I've seen in the theater since Ready to Rumble. I think we should all go see it together. I'm down like four flat tires. Will they actually bring it to one of our theaters, you think, though? Because anytime something like this happens, we don't ever get it. Yeah, it's supposed to be a worldwide release. Okay. I know when we get stuff like this, it's only like select fucking theaters, and it's never nowhere near us. All right. Well, since you've got news, I have the card for Great American Bass, and I'll read it. Y'all tell me if y'all want to watch it this Sunday. Okay. Well, we can go ahead and... Because that's not one we do for our picks for the boob cup. But we right, go it would just be for shits and gigs. Yeah, go ahead. Shits and gigs and say who we think is going to win the matches. Yeah, let's do it. That works. All right, well, we'll go. And I'm going to read them from the bottom up because uh, apparently this is the order. Okay. First match listed is Nathan Frazier, our boy Ben Carter. Hell yeah. Dragon Lee, Ulysses Leon, and Valentina Ferrosso. Versus the metaphor, which is Noam Dar or Amensa, Lash Legend, and Jerrica Jackson. Oh, I hate that fucking tag name. match. I hate that fucking name. Nathan Frazier's team, because I hate Lash Legend. Trash Legend. Yes, I'll take. I'll take. Uh, I'll take the Nathan's team. See, I disagree. I think Noam Dar's team because they're actually trying to push them as an actual unit. It's just stupid. <laughs> you said unit. Goddamn right, I did. Uh, here's the one I'm kind of torn on. Gable Stevenson makes his in-ring debut versus Baron Corbin. I got Corbin. I don't see them 
if he's going to be there for a while, they're going to have him as a threat to the division. I don't see him taking a loss right now. I think you got to put Stevens over. I think so, too, but I think – I don't think it's going to be – Oh, wins, but I think they put Stevenson over. Corbin should win. It should be one of those, oh, you got the amateur stuff, but I know pro wrestling, and he does something and whoops his ass, especially since yeah. – I mean, you could give him a lot of offense. Like, you could have him fuck around with him and do amateur. Oh, he's going to suplex the shit out of Corbin. You could have him do oh, mat yeah. wrestling. And kind of similar to how Angle and uh, Michael's match went uh, at WrestleMania. Matt, Kurt Angle, um, Michael's was fucking around with him and doing mat-based wrestling and outsmarting him and he was getting pissed off. You could have Gable do that to Baron, piss him off, and then he'll take his heat and get his heat back. Honestly, the best finish for this, in my opinion, is kind of what Josh said. Baron gets pissed and uh, Stevenson wins by DQ. That's that's my pick. I like that. Keeps him keeps both strong. He gets the win. Yeah. Next we have the weapons wild match, which is a lazy booking way of saying a hardcore street fight. Blair Devonport versus Roxanne Perez. Uh, I think Roxanne finally gets a revenge on yeah. Blair for taking everybody. Yep, I think this will be the blow off for this. Uh, yeah, I'll take Roxanne. Uh, depending on who all is ready to, because I know, what was it Sol Ruka was actually hurt. That's why they did the the so door closing. Uh, she gets attacked. Nikita Lyons. Nikita Lyons. They should be coming back. Well, I wasn't so, it Sol Ruka though? The they got she got attacked outside. Yes. Like right after the door closed. If if either one of those are close to being ready to come back. I, was about to, I see they come out and help Roxanne win. Yeah, I think the same thing. I think that'd be a perfect that, uh, finish. Blair goes to try to escape. Soul and Akita, they stop her from escaping. Yeah, because the other one we already know, Wendy Chu's nowhere near. Yeah. So I can see them two coming out and stopping her from trying to get a count out or something. Next we have... Uh, you know, before you go on to the next one, I just wanted to say that, that angle, you know, bringing uh, Davenport in and everything... Mm-hmm. Put more girls down than the music box murder. Nice. <laughs> yeah, they've been trying to bring her in since they closed UK down, but she had visa issues. Right. Yeah. Next match listed is a submission match for the NXT Women's Championship, Tiffany Stratton versus Thea Hall. Hell. Yeah. Oh, you said submission match. I thought you meant Chris Payne and West Lee's. No, that's for the... Oh, this is for the NXT. Ah. I'm taking Stratton. I don't see them taking the title of her right now. I see. I say I, I, I agree with you, but I want to say it might be Thea because Thea's tapped her out three times already, and Tiffany has no submission moves. Like, I wouldn't hate I, it. I know it would get a big fucking pop. I think it could be a belt shot or Duke Hudson fucks Thea. That's, that's, I think this is where Duke is going to turn heel on the – on the academy or university, what is it? University? Yeah, Chase U. Chase U, yeah. So I'm going to go with Stratton keeping the belt. Who you got, Jason? I like Chase U. I like everything they're doing. Thea Hill is a major highlight yeah. of the whole Chase U angle. Agreed. I like the stuff she's doing with Gulak and Dempsey, too, where she's, you know, getting her. I don't know if you'd call it a hard side or what you'd call it. But, yeah, all that stuff she's doing there, I like. 
Uh, with that being said, though, I think it's way too soon to take it off Stratton, and I don't think Thea's going to be the one to do it, so I think Tiffany keeps it. All right. Then these next three are the money matches. Yep. For the mm-hmm. NXT Tag Team Championship, Gallus of Mark Coffey and Wolfgang with Joe Coffey against the D'Angelo family, Tony D and Channing Steck Lorenzo, who, by the way, is a Dr. Tom Pritchard trainee. I got, I got the D'Angelo family. I got the D'Angelo family. Sweep it, boys. All right. Next one is a three-way for the NXT North American title. Woohoo! Whoa. Dominic Mysterio defends against Mustafa Ali and Wesley. I've got Dominic. I don't see them dropping the title until at least after SummerSlam. That way, Jeff. I got. Uh, Dominic's gonna win. I see it being uh, Wes hits the cardio kick on cardiac. That's what I said. On a cardio, give you a cardiac is what I meant to say. Right. But uh, he hits the kick on uh, Mustafa. Dominic shit canceling. And before he has a chance to capitalize, he's. You know, taking out somehow, whether it be belt shot, shit can, something. Yeah. I think uh, Rhea gets involved. See, if Rhea gets involved, I see it being a... Uh... What I'm seeing in my head is her go get involved. She gets Kong, gets thrown out. Dominic gets Wesley with the, the belt and hits him. Yeah, I see... Um, I see Dominic um, pinning Wesley um, or pinning yeah. Mustafa. Some kind of tomfoolery of the sorts. Yep. I don't think it's going to be Rhea trying to get involved because it's a three way, so it's, you know, basically it's anything goes. Right. Yes, they could throw her out. So, the so result is we all got Dominic leaving with a belt. And then uh, this one got very interesting Tuesday for the NXT heavyweight title. Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams defends against Ilya Dragunov. Yes. It's going to be a badass match. Yeah, it's planting the seeds of Trick leaving Carmelo, so who knows? Well, I'm sure there's going to be some vignettes that happen after the show where Carmelo's pissed that Trick even called Ilya out. He's pissed that Ilya dropped him with a running knee. Uh, I don't think they pulled the belt off Melo yet. No, not yet. Not at all. And I wouldn't be surprised if they add a match. Because Braun Breaker attacked the now super fucking babyface uh, son of a whore. What's his name? Yes. <laughs> I, I saw... I saw, <laughs> I saw what you're talking about. You attacked somebody. What's his name? Robert Stone's dude. What the fuck is his name? Oh, uh, Von Wagner. Von Wagner. Yeah, I was thinking Wolfgang, but that's the Gallus guy. Blooms. Blooms. He attacked him and left him laying with a chair, so I won't be surprised if they have something going on as well. But so we all got mellow on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see Ilya win, but unless they're calling mellow up, I don't see him losing it this quick. Yeah, me neither. But the most important news for this week is RCW prevents present Wrestle Surgery 18 this Saturday, June the 20th, July, fuck, 
29. Wow. Damn. And more on that in the next upcoming segment. Yep. And uh, last week we got started a little late recording, so we didn't get the discussion in. Got uh, Same thing's kind of happened this week. I don't. I doubt we'll get to a discussion. So he kind of. Yeah, because it's already. Yeah, it's eleven thirty. <laughs> Almost. Yeah. yeah. So he gave you a little bit of extra uh, stuff on NXT that we normally don't go over. We will do our best to get this discussion next week. So we kind of talk about that maybe Sunday if you if we yeah, we'll decide. If we the more you listen, the more you'll understand why. Because this is going to uh, be a long discussion. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've kind of got a tirade to go off on later. Also, you'll hear how my days went, and so that'll... You, you'll understand a little bit more after you finish this podcast why we couldn't get to it today. And full transparency, it was 8.30, quarter to 9 before we started recording. Well, that's when we called. It was after 9 o'clock when we started recording, so. And it's uh, 11.30 now, so we gave you a good, solid two-plus-hour podcast. And trust me, I don't think any of y'all are going to complain if we don't throw a discussion in here where we get long-winded on stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because like I said, this one is going to be like. It's going to be worth it, but it's going to be long. Maybe we, maybe we do it Sunday and get it out of the way. And then we can just, you know, throw it at the end of next week's podcast because it's, it's going to get long-winded. Yes. But we'll definitely work on that for you guys. But we will be uh, right back with uh, Ratchet Ronda's Renegade Roundup. That's right, guys. Hold tight. We'll be seeing you on the, as Mackenzie used to say, we'll see you on the sip side. Right, that was quick. You, you, you're not. You don't usually go that fast. That's what she said. It's no, been a while. Never said that. Wait, you've never <laughs> said that to me. We forgot to do the introductions. No, we didn't. We did you're the introductions. So In the introduction segment, we're back. <laughs> we did the introductions, and then the whole segment. When I do, we talked about we talked about Hulk Hogan getting engaged. We talked about them bringing back an old pay per view for an NX. Where were you at? <laughs> we already done the introductions, right. buddy. <laughs> right after I said "What's up, fuckers," we did the introductions. Whatever. Right before the news that you did, you did the news segment. <laughs> but now it is time for Ratchet Ronda's RCW Roundup. Which I guess is starting to become people's favorite segment. People really like my segment. You're not getting shirt. No, I'm not. I don't want shirts, actually. Oh, no. Uh, I don't need to make her a shirt. You can have shirts. Yeah, guys. Uh, people are starting to request shirts for my segment. We were, You guys, can have shirts after we get a new run of shirts. What? Huh? We're going to get, we're gonna and get a new run. And you can have an individual shirt after we get podcast shirts. Well, again. people request Ratchet Ronda shirts, not Time to Buckle podcast shirts. Well, I mean... You're going to hate to see your commission off of it. <laughs> you mean the big fat zero? Yeah, your commission's going to uh, your paid friend Lulu. Well, because first of all, I'm the one to come up with a name. Okay. 
So that, that's ownership. That's ownership rights to me. So I, I actually own the trademark on that. <laughs> and split it five ways. Horrible. You get like two bucks a shirt. He pushed him so hard. Two bucks a shirt, that's a pretty fair price. Y'all, this is like watching Cameron Cox wrestle. Oh god. No, Cameron Cox is worse. <laughs> <laughs> We're watching you for context. Please stay tuned for the podcast to hear Ben's thoughts on Cameron Cox. <laughs> oh my god, you got my freaking leadway perfect, Ben. I love you for that. Hey, you set them up, I'll knock them down, kid. Hello. Okay, Ratchet. All right, let's go. Ratchet okay. Ronda, RCW. Hold on, let Ben go ahead and do the RCW introduction. RCW prevents WrestleVersary 18, Saturday, July 29, 2023, this coming Saturday at the Tabernacle, located at 3890 Alternate 52 in Chatsworth, Georgia. Doors open at 7. Bell time is precisely at 8. On the dot is when we hit the go music. It's in Cody out the curtain. Not 8.01, not 8.05, not 8.10 like these other shows. We start on time. And we're going to give you a good two-and-a-half to three-hour show. I promise you that. But tickets for adults, they're $10. For kids, they're 5 Under 5 free. We offer police, fire, military, and senior discounts. We also have a group discount. A family four-pack of tickets for only $25. But you have to ask for that discount. If you don't ask for it, we're going to charge you full price. But if you do ask for that discount and save you some money, what can you do with that money? You can go on over to the Renegade Diner and get you a nice, tasty snack and a nice, cold beverage because that action going to be hot as fuck. And those of you who were not at Gaza Stock, we have an announcement to make. Breaking news for RCW listeners. We now have a new air conditioning unit in the building and i will say this at gaza stock it was comfortable in there yes we had air conditioners going three fans going uh of course there's gonna be more people in there we hope for gaza stock coming forward and we know we're gonna have a few more in there this week so you is terrible be ready to uh it's still gonna be a little warm in there but it ain't gonna be as hot as it was i promise you that but as hot as it is in the arena, it's nowhere near as hot as the action's going to be in the ring. Which, speaking of action in the ring. There you go. Pick up that segue, kid. Um, okay, I really and truly was going through the matches, and I was like, I'm going to start with the match I'm most excited about. But, guys, I can't really pick one. But I am going to start with the match that I'm most excited to see uh, because of the special guest referee, H. Rockwell. Um, the that match. puts me fourth on the list now. No, you're still third. <laughs> I haven't you're still third. <laughs> um, so the match is Johnny Viper versus Brennan Collins with a special guest referee, H. Rockwell. Who um, has not been in a wrestling ring in seven years. Uh, uh, yeah. So super duper excited about that. Uh, honestly, I think I'm probably more excited for the guest referee than I am the actual match. The actual match will be good. Um, I'm excited for both. I miss Ace. The match is going to be yeah. good. By all means, the match is going to be good. Um, to be honest, I really don't know who I have on this match. Maybe this will help you a little bit. When, when I got Ace to do this, I brought him in for a specific reason. Everything I said about Brandon and Viper was true. Uh, I've known... 
I've known Brandon for 13 years. He's been one of my best friends, like my brother. Uh, Viper used to come watch me wrestle when he was a kid 20-something years ago. But before those guys, Ace Rockwell was that same guy. He was the same guy that come to watch this wrestle and help break him into business and help him get his foot in the door at all these places. So all three of these guys are special to me in the same way. But it's gotten to a point with Brandon and Viper where it's got to end. And we all know after my last referee, refereeing job, that shit wasn't happening again. <laughs> and so I thought, who better to put in this thing than a guy that has been there with me that I know that I can trust to do the right thing and make sure this is settled, uh, whoever wins. So I've gave Ace a lot of leeway in this match. Um, he's assured me he's going to call it right down the middle, but he's got the freedom to kind of let some things slide that a normal referee should call, if that makes sense. Yes. Who you got for the match, Emily? Um, I think I got Brendan. I think I got Brandon, MF, and Collins. B. Collins for Emily. Now, if Brandon can keep his uh, emotions in check, it's going to be his his problem. I mean, yeah, we, we've seen what happened a couple weeks ago when he got mad at me. and Like I said, best friends for 13 years. I was sitting with him the night his face got broke. I was sitting there the day his son was born. Um, We've been through tons of shit together. So as long as he can keep his emotions in check, I think he's got a good shot. But Viper is the perfect guy to fuck with your emotions. Yes, he's a master manipulator. He's been doing it for years. He can push them buttons, definitely. Especially knowing Brandon as well as he does. Exactly. He knows exactly what buttons to push. (laughs) So next match... No paternity lawyers are in attendance. Um, next match, which I'm super excited for, because I'm in prayers that Ethan Cage humbles Nate Wild. Um, I'm dead. At this point, I just want Nathan, 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 Nathan. Ethan to shut Nate up. We just combined and Ethan and Nathan. I just want the match to be a good match for the both of them. For it to be the, I want this to be, I want to make up for what they did last time. Yes. And I want them both to leave the ring and being proud of the match. Because if I would have left the ring from the match that they had two week two shows ago, I would not have been proud of that. And if they were, it's pretty bad when we got to get your ass backstage in it, Jason. Yep. No, it's pretty bad when nobody fucking listens. I mean, it's it's. Well, that too. I mean, you can do it, but it's 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 kind of hard to fuck up a three-minute three match. match. I will so... say this though: I think you are probably the only two people in the building that will be pulling for Ethan. Who? You and Will. I've stopped because uh, you know Josh, well. Jason, and myself—we're we're impartial, uh, like. I just need to know who's going to be there the next show so I, I know what to put. Like, as long as they're doing the right thing and they're not killing the crowd and pissing people off and running them off, then that, that's what I care about, them putting on good matches. But 
Nate is beloved by that crowd for whatever reason. They love him, and uh, they loved Ethan at one time, so I'm kind of eager to see if he still has more fans out there or if they've all turned on him. So, um, But did Ethan they really turn on him, up. or did he turn on them? Or did he just – never mind. Or, I mean, you know, play devil's advocate. Did he get tired of carrying dead weight? Hey, that's a damn good possibility. Because, you know, maybe Ethan won something out of his career and he saw that he was doing the same shit with Nate and he just... I mean, I've, I've turned on partners and left partners because they didn't have the same mindset that I had. Jason, you were one of those partners. I started traveling and you stayed local. Like, yep. wasn't nothing personal. It wasn't no heat, but just I... North Georgia wasn't good for me anymore. I, there was, you know as well as I do, there was no money to be made. Oh, yeah. You wasn't going to get any better here. So, you know, I took that leap and branched out, and then eventually you came along. So, you know, maybe that's what Ethan's mindset was. Maybe it was just like, I don't know. I've not talked to him about it because you don't really talk to anybody anymore. Uh-uh. Like, he, he shows up at call time to make sure let's know there and he shows, shows up, up he handles up. business and he leaves yeah he shows up at call time lets me know he's there does his match gets his money and leaves so strictly business Good like i don't i don't know his i don't know his end game but you know i've always liked the kid so uh i'm kind of eager to see how this one plays out as well emily um i am truly excited for this match and also hoping that this is like a kind of like a a makeup match. Kind of hoping that this match is um, good enough to prove that the last match was just a was just a, a fluke. Know, yeah, fluke. Fluke. Little tweak in the system. Now, do I think it's gonna happen? That's a topic for a later date. Well, you can tell us next week. Yeah, you guys can hear my opinions on that next week. But I truly have Ethan Cage on this match, to be honest. Um, Heal or not, Ethan is a better wrestler. I do also think that Ethan cares more about his career. He has the potential to be a great big man wrestler. Shut up. And honestly, what he's doing now is what I try to get him to do all the way back at our UEW was, you know, Quit dancing. Same thing I told Jade Newman. Quit dancing. Be serious. Be and now, see, now that Ethan's got that, that's a scary mofo. Ethan is a very intimidating guy. He big old boy. He cornbread fed. Oh, we see. We see. Um, I have Ethan on this match. To be one hundred and ten percent honest. She has Ethan. So, it should be Ethan. It, Ethan it really should literally should. go out there, lay Nate out, and be done with it. I mean, that's, what's, that's also what deserves to happen. And I think that Ethan has the right to win this match because of how Nate screwed him over two shows ago, right? Yeah. So, go, Ethan. To any Nate Wall fans that I offended, I don't really care. Okay. That's when you tell them to suck it. Suck it. Next match, drum roll, please. We have Kevin Ryan versus Torque. Man, that promo he cut. Which one? Hey, I was about to say, before you start, 
Who all seen watched the Kevin Ryan promo today? Yep. I watched it. Holy yep. shit. Hold on, hold on. Emily didn't just watch it. <laughs> Emily memorized the damn thing. I didn't memorize it. I just remember Why again? Parts. I just remember certain parts that stuck out. She probably watched well, it about 300 times since she saw 300 it 300 is time. a bit of an over-exaggeration. Tyler told him he could say two customers. He said 76. Well, he also believed the ones that... Well, he said the same two over and over Yeah, again. so <laughs> technically he only said two customers. Yeah. He didn't say how many times he could say those yeah. two. <laughs> Look, I felt two. like I was watching Jersey Shore again. Beep, beep, beep. It was like, yeah. it was like a bleep. <laughs> Every other word. I thought some fat ass was backing up. <laughs> but I thought it was a great promo. And I just seen when I was pulling up the card that Torque is posted a rebuttal that I have not yet watched. We, I've watched it. We've... I've watched half of it. Okay. <laughs> and here's what I'll say to you fans that, come to, that listen to this that actually come to RCW. Or if you just follow RCW through us, go to the RCW page. And watch these vignettes and promos these guys do. We we take about an hour after each show to work through these, and uh, that's my baby. Uh, I produce all the vignettes. Eric uh, Ben or Josh and Will. Ben, we're not that fancy. Just say promos. Well, they're not promos. Promos okay. are done in ring. Vignettes are done behind the stages. What's Martin? Big difference. What's Martin yet more? Yep. Yep. But you know. These guys put a lot of time and effort into these and uh, watch them. And, you know, honestly, if you're where you can't come to RCW, keep an eye on the page. And there's somebody posting matches that you can go to her YouTube. Uh, usually by Sunday, all the matches are there. So you can watch the promos leading up. That way you understand what's going on with the stories going forward. And you can follow along with what we're doing. And definitely... And definitely, hopefully, in the next few weeks, definitely, definitely keep up with the, the pages. Up. Now, seriously, stand for a goddamn second. Seriously, keep up with the pages here in these next few weeks because we hopefully have a very awesome surprise for you guys. I'm just waiting for a couple more responses. Oh, is it what we talked about yesterday? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's going to be awesome. Or you can and, listen to the Turn the Buckle podcast and listen to my segment and hear the... I mean, I don't go over, I don't, like, I don't go over the promos in the ring word for word. But I do go over the matches. You go over Kevin Ryan and Chris Crump stuff. And their stuff. Kevin Ryan, Chris yeah, but that way, if they watch the vignette, then watch the shows, then come back and listen to your report, then they know everything that we know. Yeah. There you go. Well, they don't know everything we know because I'm just a big brain like that. <laughs> uh, uh, not touching that. We've, got, we've actually got a guy from Canada that watches our stuff from uh, – Canada. From you from the YouTube. Yeah, you remember the Canada. guy I got into it on the Cornet uh Facebook with I told you all about? Yeah. Yeah. Uh Ron, his name's Rhonda Saint Shane. Rhonda? Uh yeah. <laughs> it might be a fake name, but either way, super cool guy. Uh is he ratchet? No, he's not ratchet. ratchet but uh nice. that's kinda where I stole the name from was Rhonda. I was like, that works perfectly, but he uh you know, I told him about it. He said, I'd like so to follow. I'm so disappointed in you. Do what? Why you have just came up with your own? I thought that was a per me personal thing. It is. Well, the ratchet Rhonda is for you. Because you're ratchet. Yeah, but the Rhonda came The Rhonda came from some random guy in Canada. Shout out to you, I guess. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah, well, he, he's good because I had to get in his ass about some shit. And then, 
you know, the whole internet burned his ass for about two weeks because, you know, he was still talking shit. Even so I put him in his place. Even for you. Uh, you know, he, he messaged and said, uh, hey, how can I watch your product? So I told him, and uh, he's been watching it for about three weeks now. Okay, let's get back on the railroad tracks. Kevin we are forward. not an outlaw mud show, according to him, so that'll make you happy, Tyler. <laughs> uh, do I have permission granted to speak now? D. Okay. Kevin Ryan versus Torque. Um, let's see. Kevin Ryan. Well, actually, actually, the promos his match then took on a whole new thing. That's not what I was going to say. His first match, he's going to win okay. the RCW Tag Team No Limits and World Heavyweight Championship. You can stop talking. After the promos, I think this match has picked up a lot more intensity. Yes, I agree, totally. Because their promos are really starting to make this into a storyline. And I'm here for it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I think it would be a really good storyline, honestly. With... I, I, like you said, the intensity that they gave in their promotes was just... Only thing with Kevin is we only get him on off New South days. So yeah. I'm not sure how much we'll have him in August and September. Hopefully there's a couple days we can get him back in because I think he's going to be a great fit with our... He's already a great fit with our locker room. I think he'll be a great fit with our crowd too. Yeah, y'all are really good at getting him over as Tyler Gadsway's brother. Yeah, we had everybody believe in that shit. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. Y'all actually have me believe in that. For yes. Y'all had me off and on believing it and then not believing it and then believing it and not believing it. Yeah. Uh, we had you and Walker 13 believe in it. <laughs> uh, big bastard. I don't know. Who do I have on this match? Shout out Walker. What's up, buddy? What's up, yeah. man? I was about to say another shout out to Walker. He's got a show tonight. Who do you have on this match? Really? Really? You're going to ask yourself that dumbass question? Go ahead and say the name and we'll um, move. She has Kevin Ryan yeah, for this match? I have Kevin Ryan on this match. Because I, like, I don't want Torque to win, but like I didn't want y'all to think that I was going to say Kevin Ryan because... Which we do usually I love Kevin Ryan. Okay. <gasps> Next match is a pole match. What's on the pole? Bum, bum, bum. What's on the pole match, Rhonda? Um... The bear, the crazy Briar Bear. What else? And the tag team champions. No, the tag team champions no. belt. And hang on. Not, the belt's not on the cha- on the since pole. when? It's never been. The belt was never. Oh, and then the belt that uh, chain. The chain that Josh. That's all we need to know. It's just a fucking chain. That's all they need to know. The belt that Josh, or I mean the chain that Josh cannot. She's really focused on these <laughs> damn belts. The chain. Did your stroke rub off on her? I, I think so. Because I don't even know what I'm trying to say. The chain that. Josh couldn't count to, or didn't see what that the Steve Day stuff, stuff. That's why I said you just say the damn chain. <laughs> I, I booked this match, and I don't know what's going on now. <laughs> There's going to be the chain that Josh, that Josh the ref, did not see. <laughs> no, he did see it. After, after Steve Dave Enterprises cheated, and for those of you who didn't hear, Josh just threw the notebook and made the fans. Because she in. just won't say the fucking chain. So, oh, I, I gotta be real. I still don't fucking know you what you're trying to talk what, to say Steve Day put a chain in my pocket. <laughs> and and I, Josh didn't see that part. He just saw the chain in my pocket. And I thought he cheated, so I rang the damn bell. Okay, cool beans, whatever. Oh, yeah, well, I got a snake in my boot. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody's poisoned the water hole. Um, so. Oh, yeah. Woody. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Ah, uh-huh, ah, uh-huh, ah, give me that. 
Oh, not top on, on top. I'm I'm captioning my be real podcast on top and there's two emojis, but I put top on instead of on top. Okay, so crazy train against Steve Dave Enterprises and a crazy bear and chain on a pole match. Okay, if crazy train loses, then they have to leave RCW forever, if, forever, ever, ever. They're banished. Like, but if they win, but if they win, then they get the belts. They get five minutes in the ring with Steve Dave, and they get crazy back. I'm gonna get guys. I got them all right. Y'all didn't have to be like, oh wait, there's one more. And for the fans wondering, I have had fans message me. Emmy, I don't know if you know this. This is great. But I did have a fan message me and ask me how the bear was doing. He's probably going through some trauma. If he's still with Trinity. No, he gets no I, I have possession of said bear. Okay. I trust he's been in his office more. for a while now. Do you? Oh, a little bit more than Trinity. I'm going to be shocked if there's some sticky holes in that bear whenever you get it back. There already was. I'm gonna get my bear. I've got an idea, Ben. I'm gonna get my bear back. I've got a. I've got. Oh, this one has to be talked about off air. I've got an idea when we go. You need to to start singing that like the baby back rib song. Gonna get my bear back. 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 Okay. Um. So I'm super duper excited for this. Your wife likes it. Bear back. Bear back. Oh, sorry. My bad. I'm sorry. Because. This has been a I meant to say, I meant to say our wife. <laughs> and Will. <laughs> me too. Okay, go with me. Okay. Um, I'm excited for this match because there has been a... Go ahead, speak. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I'm just doing it on purpose. Okay. Um, this match, I'm excited about it because this has been a storyline that's been going on for a hot minute. And Steve Dave Enterprises. This uh, Steve Dave Enterprises just needs to be humbled, really. Steve Dave needs to realize that just because he's got a strong hand, he's not his little enterprise is not that good. Wait, what did I say I was gonna call them? The strong man. The strong arm society. Yeah, that. Um. So, yeah, we agreed on that on the last episode, I think. I don't know if it was the last one or the one before that, but... The only one that I think needs to be humbled... Is it's Zach. Steve Dave. Oh. It's Zach Dye because he won't get a fucking tan. I think that, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I pushed Zach last week, actually. No, I pushed... It's, who did I push last week? I don't remember. I didn't push anybody. I pushed the fact that I'm going to Ridgeland. But it's okay. He's he's gonna go in and he's gonna be pale white. But by the time he gets done, at least his chest is gonna be red as fuck. Oh, by Zach Malone. Zach Malone's are the best. I think that's some fucking vicious. Maloney do do like them chops. He does, and he's god aggressive with. I mean, he's got great chops. I'm glad I ain't wrestling no more. We'd be fighting after one of them bitches. This Um, motherfucker had nunchucks. I have crazy train on this hey, match. Better have a gun. He shot me like, oh, you're talking about the shitty British wrestling. <laughs> no, Ben, we were talking about. I actually you. was talking about the shitty British wrestling. Uh, that's what I was what I said. I said we were talking about you. I have crazy train on this match. Bum bum bum. Meow. Hey, she actually Speaking of that, did y'all see Steve, Steve Dave's post? I've not no, seen Steve Dave's post. Um, give me just a second since Amy's got the card pulled up. Oh, uh, it's really good. It's it's oh, really really good. Oh yeah, he, he cut it in a damn library. Had a suit on and everything. He thought he was the shits. 
Also, you really couldn't hear a word he said. Oh, there's a fan or something. Because of how horrible the audio is. Oh, there's a fan or something. I'm guessing. So, cut better promos. Peppercorn. Uh, you ready, Jason? Yeah. Can Steve Dave Enterprises retain the tag team championships this Saturday? Or will Crazy Train get their titles back? Will Steve Dave escape justice once again? Or will Jason Hampton finally get his hands on his kid and make him pay for his sins against his father? Witness this, the conclusion to this and other stories at RCW's biggest event of the year, live in person at the Tabernacle, 3890 alternate 52 Chatsworth. And he posted that with the uh, promo from you and Malone. Oh, that's amazing. But just the way he says things, I really, you know, I really like to get justice at the, you know, the sins against his father and when you finally get your hands on your kid, which, you know, anybody that's listening to this know that, you know, we we call him your kid. It's like, you know, you're my kid. Yep. Uh, Zach's my kid. Chase is my kid. I'm so on and so forth. Our wrestling kids. Wrestling kids. Oh. You're our kid kid. I love that I'm all, like, our. That's really funny. Um, are y'all good? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I've got Crazy Train on this match. Super excited. Can't wait. Now, I've got a partial, but I hope Crazy Train wins because I don't want my buddy to have to leave. Yeah, me neither. I don't want my dad to have to leave. Yeah, because he's my ride. Yeah. And I love you too. Oh, mm. I love you too, buddy. It bugs me whenever it goes to turn black. Why? It just does. <laughs> For context, we're talking about the screen on Josh's phone. Okay, next match is a street fight between Joey OMG Gamino versus Chris Gronk. My favorite. I love Chris Gronk. Ooh, ooh, I bet I know who you got in this one. Chris Gronk. I'm going to sit in Josh's seat. Let's say, if you didn't know who she has, you was deaf, dumb, and stupid. Um, so... Stevie Wonder's not blind ass could see that one coming. Now, this one I'm concerned about. Because (laughs) Joey's already shown that what he can do with a steel chair. Hmm. And Joey, whether or not he's a trained professional wrestler, that's a big-ass boy. Yeah, but Joey's not really scary. And then, not always you know, about being scary. if it's a wrestling match, crunk all day long. Oh, yeah. But in a fight, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's bad blood. That, it's kind of like the deal with Brandon. Can crunk keep his emotions in check? Um, so, for those of you who think that Chris deserves Joey back, do you guys fully understand, like, what happened? Like, Chris Kronk almost was going to win the, um, uh, what's it called? RCW, RCW title. I think it was the No Limits. Okay, so the RCW title. Um, and Joey Gambino was the uh, manager in that match. Kat Von Frankenstein was Jake Murphy's manager. She got kicked out, thankfully. One of the only right decisions Josh makes. Joey got kicked out, too. They got kicked out at the same time. Yeah. And then uh, towards the end of the match... They're, you know, red slim, blah, 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 blah. And then Joey comes out with a steel chair. Goes. You think, you all think he's going to hit Jake Murphy. Plot twist. Chris Crunk 
Hit him in the head. Pin. One, two, three. Jake Murphy wins. So, guys, Joey Gambino turned on Chris Crunk. It wasn't like a like a like a like a friendly breakup. Like it was a like toxic breakup. This wasn't Ross and Rachel, damn it. They were on, <laughs> on a, a break. break. <laughs> so just so we're all clear, maybe all you rednecks will listen to this. <laughs> so And there goes the shirt orders dwindling down. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey, you lost our you lost your two dollar commission. Thanks a lot. But maybe, maybe they can save the two dollars for some teeth. Oh dear God! <laughs> they were born well, without the Turnbuckle podcast. <laughs> um. So, just so we're all clear, I guys. mean, to be fair, let me. I will say, Joey had fucking ad lib of the night the night he turned on Crunk, though. <laughs> yeah. Not tonight, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I, I was ringside and pop big for that. <laughs> so. Like Ben said, hopefully Crunk's... Bella, can you quit? You're bugging me. Um, So, I hope that Chris Crunk does not, like, get his emotions getting away. I don't think he will, though. Crunk's pretty good about keeping... But it's also when you're going against your best... Your friend. Best friend. Like Ex-best it's, friend. It's, it's going to be different. Um, But... I'm sure none of you guys gets it, but I have Chris Crunk on this match. What? No way. Um, love Chris Crunk. Shout out to Chris Crunk. He's amazing. Jeez. Is it time for your favorite match of the night now? Oh my God! Ow, my no, he's hurts. not going by that anymore. He's the overmaker. The RCW No Limits Championship in a submissions match. <gasps> okay, hold on. Before you say anything. We had her completely convinced that they were going to be in a yeah. Taipei death match. Y'all made me really mad. You're going to be in a what? A Taipei death match. <laughs> With the dipping the dipping the wrist tape. Oh, yeah, the... brother. I, I, I booked that at UEW. Remember what, Will? Yeah. Yeah, we Thank had her Brad. convinced. We had her convinced that's what this was going to be. You know Wes well enough for him. You know he wouldn't do that shit. <laughs> so this did, match... he, did he send you the video? Yes, he sent me the video. <laughs> He's got this custom entrance video made for the show Saturday. It's a nice video. Yeah, I watched it. I was like, bro, that's badass. He goes, I think I should send it to, send it to Emmy since this is her favorite angle. <laughs> and of course, you know, me being me, I was like, you're a pussy if you don't. So, Amy, what are you looking forward to in this match, and who do you have? Whoa. We've already seen this episode. Um, I am looking forward to nothing in this match, to be honest. Actually, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I honestly, 110% truthfully want West Blades to win this match. It's not that West Blades gets on my nerve. It's the angle that gets on my nerves. Is so, it a cute angle? No, it's an ob ugly angle. It's a curd angle. <laughs> um, so I have West Blades on this match. I'm tired of Chris Payne winning the title, thinking he's all this in a bag of chips. When really he just it's toothless. He's kind of like a bag of like half mustard skittles, mango pulp. Oh, I saw that bit on Facebook where they were talking about mustard skittles. Yeah. 
That yes. really made me want to gag whenever I saw it. Yes, agreed. <laughs> I was like, you're joking, right? Like, How I was... are you going to say that when you get extra mustard on your hamburger, Benjamin? Okay, Chris... Bro, I get no mustard, and I get light <laughs> mustard on my wieners. So, like I said, Chris Payne thinks he's all that in a bag of chips. The bag of chips that Chris Payne... Chris Payne's like the bag of chips that is like halfway, a half, like not even half, like a three-fourths of the way air. And then that you accidentally left open and then got stale and there were like flies flying around the bag. That's the bag of chips that Chris Payne is God in. God damn, man. Dude, I wasn't even savage. I so I've got West Plays on this. Hell, it ain't really still. I am. I don't like Chris Payne. I'd hate for you to sugarcoat anything. <laughs> Look, I was raised that they don't sugarcoat anything when they're telling me anything, so why should I be sugarcoating it now? She got a point. That's my girl right there. Can I say it? They're always like, I don't sugarcoat shit. So, yeah. I'm not going to sugarcoat it either. Nope. Especially like with somebody some, I don't like. I like that sugarcoating. <laughs> Can I say it? I don't sugarcoat shit. <laughs> sugarcoating shit is still shit. You're not wrong. It just might be led stinky. Is that your turn? No. no I don't know. It might be worse. Is this it, honey? Oh, I dropped it. Son of a bitch. Um, All right. Who do you have in the main event for the RCW Heavyweight Seattle? Jake, Jake Murphy. Hang on. Yeah, take over, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> she got choked on some water. Hang on. I tried this. I was going to say, I went to go put water in my mouth, and there's just like a little bit left in the bottle, so I didn't think it was going to like, I didn't think it was going to come out that fast. So I went to like tip it up to get some water and then I was gonna say hang on so I could get a sip and then whenever I went to go hang on the water tried to go down my esophagus and I was not ready for it to go down my esophagus so I just spit water everywhere. But hang on. Water, water. water go down the hole. It tried to go down the hole too early. I have everybody's a little premature sometimes. I have Jake Murphy. Oh I have water on my phone. I have water on my phone too. I have Jake Murphy on this match. As much as I don't like his gimmick, Jake Murphy is definitely a good wrestler. Well, it's just because he's cocky and he's a heel. Like, he, he's doing what he's supposed to. Like, I like, I don't like how good he is at doing what he's supposed to do, to be honest. Jake Murphy is amazing at being a heel. He could never be baby, to be honest. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, he's just way too over as a baby. Heel. I mean, heel. Crowd hate. Oh, I was looking at Brett Banner. I think he does a great. I think he could be a great baby. I don't. I, I mean, he could get over, but I think Trump, he thrives. He can be. He can be a great baby. When I was booking CWE, I had him as my mid card babyface champion, feuding with his brother Ringa, doing a Muda gimmick, best of seven. Um, but I yeah, I'm super. I'm actually kind of excited about this match. Jake Murphy. Me too. I think Brent Banner's okay. really, really good. I think Jake's really good. Um, I think Brent's, I mean, I think Jake's good. See, Brent, he's he's emotional, he's pissed off, and Jake is the master of mind games, and he's going to dwell on that, and if Murphy don't get his head in the, uh, Brent don't get his head in the game, Jake's going to take advantage of that. And he's got some yeah. rednecks in the crowd cheering He's for got Cat right there, so. But y'all, yeah, I was going to say, y'all forget the most important element of this whole match. He's is not that important. Cat. Oh, Yes, she is. Yeah. I want to see her whoop somebody's ass so bad. Um, I hope she gets well, her, from ringside. Her background, it might get ugly. Yeah. Hey, this sitting one we've seen already. Is the Barbie movie really that inappropriate? R slash facepalm. Is the bar. Hair. 
Well, never mind. I can't finish reading it. Um, wait, are we going over? Are we just gonna tell what next week's matches are? Ne oh, they're not even released. Jk. No. No, this is just you giving the preview of the upcoming show. Sorry, and then... I forgot how we did the podcast for a second. And then next week when we come back, we'll give the full review, and then we'll preview what's coming up on, hopefully, hopefully, on August the 5th, we're celebrating Jason Hampton's birthday bash. Yeah, because just so long as we win on the 29th, I'm not going to say we're going to, because you know anything. Thing can fucking happen, and uh, what is it? What is it? James Ellsworth said, two fists and a prayer, or whatever. Ain't gonna have a chin, but I'm here anyway, or whatever. Dad, the honey, fuck do you, you know said. what you're talking about? Yeah. I don't think so. Any man with two fists stands a fighting chance. See, I knew what I was talking about, and yes, I was trying to be are. funny about it, dumbass. But then he said, "I look like Air Paris if someone sawed off his chin." God damn, he does. Yeah. But you guys don't. <laughs> but just so long as we do win and Steve Dave don't stick his nose in, you know, too much shit Saturday. Maybe his strong can will keep his when nose When we come back on Saturday, August 5th, it will be RCW Presents Jason Hampton's Birthday Bash. Oh my God. Which, just... that will be two shows back to back, folks. It's yes. not that we've not changed dates. Uh, the anniversary show was always scheduled for the 29th because that was the anniversary. Um, don't know if it's the exact date, but it was the last Saturday of the month. And it is on a fifth it. Saturday, and we always have first, right. third, fifth, and then back to first again. And usually on the fifth, we do more, you know, fan fan events, like uh, the U-Pig was on a fifth Saturday and things yeah. of that nature. Uh, but this is uh, our big anniversary show. I encourage anybody that listens that lives in the immediate area to uh come check us out i promise you won't be disappointed uh remember you're paying for the edge of the, the whole seat but you're only going to need the edge don't miss it be there and then by the time we come back next week Emmy, we'll know if your dad still has a job emma malone and then we'll review and then hopefully we can promote jason hampton's birthday bash Woo, baby Bring me beer. Hey. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Who that was? That was me. <laughs> oh. You could have had it all by yourself. You're right. But I got it before. Oh, my God. There's a freaking booger on my nose, and it's being stubborn. Okay, well, Nosy Boogers over here... Nosy Boogers. ...is upset that I cut her off, so go ahead and do your outro from your Retro Ronda segment. Guys, that was my segment. Um, peace out. No, well, not really peace out. I don't say peace out. Oh, really? Uh, you got all that and you No. Uh, you hope you friends I had fun, so... And that's, Bye, what this, and that's what this whole podcast is about. Having fun, getting together, laughing, having a good time. You laughed. Not sugarcoating anything. Not sugarcoating jit. Can I see my can I do my pops and my pochets first? What are we doing first? Well, let's do drops last. Well, and let's uh, do bin last. Pops before you drop, positive before it's negative. Pop, lock, and drop. Yes. So it's pop first. Pop, putch, drop, or yeah. We should do bin last. PPD. Yeah, I'll go last. Okay. The lock is the push. 
Um, my pop for this week has to do with my mental health. Um, recently, I have been struggling with my anxiety. It's gotten really bad. Um, so tomorrow, I'm going back to the doctor to get put back on my anxiety medication, which is a very big deal for me. Um, very, I'm not ner- well, I'm nervous. Um, I've already been on the medication. I know what it's like. I know what it's. I mean, I know how my body's gonna react. But there's always the what ifs. So just keep me in mind, guys. Of course. Uh, super excited though. So woo for me. All right, Wilbur, you're here with us for once tonight. So for once, your freaking job allows you, you gonna, to be here. What you gonna pop about? Well. Honestly, my job for once is actually <laughs> working toward trying to fix problems. When you go, back to, when you go back to work. Tomorrow. Yeah, they'll fuck that up. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing what happens when you just don't fucking show up when you tell them you're not coming, right? <laughs> you know what? They, they probably fucked it up today while you were out. That's what happened. Yeah, then you get to fix their mess up tomorrow. No, I haven't got any calls, texts. <laughs> Nothing you, you better you better find some wood and start knocking. You turned your phone off, didn't you? <laughs> he changed his number. But no, we had we actually sat down in the office with our manager and went over like all of our issues that we needed resolved and Good what God, you take two and a half shifts for that? We were in there for like three hours. Yep. Well the good news is Maybe they realized, hey, we're pissing the one guy that we can call at any time except the first, third, and fifth Saturday because we know <laughs> that we schedule him, his ass calling out. But any other time that we'll drop everything he's doing and come in, and maybe they realize that that's, that's a rarity nowadays. Hopefully. Good deal, man. I'm happy for you. Josh, Jason, who next? Normally it would be Josh, but he's disappeared, so. Of course he has. There he is. Let me get my arms back. Oh, I love pickles. All righty. My pop is... Tommy Pickles? (laughs) Well, no, I was just on Facebook and somebody (laughs) shared something about pickles, and pickles are just so good. I love Tommy Pickles. I'm putting pickles. Stu and Dee Dee Pickles. Grandpa Pickles. If you don't like pickles, we can't really be friends. Sorry, Will. I like bread and butter pickles. I do not like bread and butter pickles. Sorry, Josh. Do your pop. I like the sweet heat bread and butter pickles. Will likes sweet pickle gherkin. Hey. (laughs) Who's Stuika? Stuika. Suck it. It's kind of fun. Alrighty. My pop is... I cut my hair. Yes, because I I'm very particular about my hair, and I never think that I look good with really short hair. So I've got I buzz I buzz the rest of my hair off. So I don't have the the little flap that I usually come over to the side like I usually do. That's been my (laughs) signature look. I don't have the little flap. You have the gear. Never mind. Oh my god. And look, I was I was literally. (laughs) I was literally in the mirror, in the bathroom, looking in the mirror for probably like 30 minutes. I was like, should I do this? I really don't think I'm going to like this. But I went ahead. I did it. I got in the shower. got out. I looked at it. I actually like it. So I'm proud of myself for that because. Are you like fully buzzed, like military cut? Yeah, it's fully buzzed. It's kind of like Jason's. Yeah, copycat. It's not the difference in copycat. 
What about the beard? Oh, beard. I ain't touching the beard. Shit. Okay. I can relate. I I got a haircut Thursday before Gaza stock last week, and y'all had seen me lately. I fucking needed it. Felt like a brand new man when I left there. I know that you're something about just getting your hair cut. Getting your I beard need to get one, up. but I get yelled at every time I mention it. Washing it. Yeah, got my hair cut, got that beard trimmed up, the neck trimmed up, beard on point. You just, you feel better about yourself. Yeah, you really do. I mean, and I've, I've been cutting my own hair and trimming my own beard for, for a while now. And I pretty much got to the point where I know what to do and know what I like. I don't cut too much off. And then when I get out of the shower, put my beard butter on, my oil, brush it down. I just like, man, fucking look good. Fucking love it. Start using a blow dryer to give you the, the full look yeah. like mine. I need to, yes, I need to start doing that. Because before I got it, I looked like a scraggly fucking Duck Dynasty member. Yeah. And then she told me how to do it. Just take a round brush, brush it up as you're blow drying it upwards. Then blow dry it down and uh, take you one of them brushes and just smooth it out. And shit, it's full as hell. Like, got compliments today on it. More on what happened today later, folks. Uh, What about you, Jason? Jesus, what just popped? Well, you heard my guy all the way over there? <laughs> well, we are old people in this house. What the fuck is That's that? That's Jinx. That's Jinx. Not the one that sings his own ring music. No, he's not the one that sings his own ring music. That guy's awesome. He's I love that guy. Like Billy Jester went emo. You look like Billy Jester. I love that guy so much, I may move to England. <laughs> Um, my pop this week is, uh, well, I'll go ahead and say this. I won't go into full detail, but we've been talking, uh, me, Malone and Jennifer, all three have been talking about us doing something special for the anniversary show coming up and bitch, give me my credit. That shit was my idea. Uh, yeah, you too. But Jennifer is actually in the bedroom. He said he had the idea to give him his credit. He didn't just say that. The color was all me. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? She said, no, the fuck the color was not. Yes, it was. Because I told her before I even told you. Oh, my God. She must have been <laughs> you, better, you better pause it before she slips up and gives it away uh, she's in there working on it i was just i was just gonna say we uh we have something big coming up for the anniversary show be there hose be there and see it because i'll definitely be talking about it next week but that is my problems are you actually have right. a couple things though right yeah a couple of things yeah, I want to see the other one you told me about earlier. I hadn't seen it yet. I'll send it to you. I know the other one's going to be badass. See. <sighs> me turn to Poppy? Yep, your turn to Poppy. All right, I got two. First one also happened today. Uh, y'all know I got two kids, Mackenzie and Kylie. Kylie just turned 16 on Tuesday, so... Uh, we go Saturday morning to, for her driving test to get her her full license. She still has a permit. So uh, today she calls and was in a fender bender. 
uh, nothing major. We actually looked at the looked at the car when we got home, and uh, it busted a lens down there on the bottom. But it's not a tail light or anything. It's just actually a reflector. As weird as that sounds, okay. like a reflector, like a reflector on a bicycle wheel is all it is. Yeah. So we're gonna replace that, but uh, Dad and I both rubbed our hands across it, and it's gonna buff out. So. Uh, Hell yeah. he's okay. she's okay the other party was okay so uh thank god my mom was close thank god aaron was actually close that he was able to call and check on her uh so she didn't want it to you know ruin her day or me get mad at her and you know, i told her that's what we pay insurance for is for accidents it's not something you did on purpose it's really not nothing you can prevent an accident that's going to happen so happy with that but also everybody listening to this podcast knows that everything i went through for the last uh, almost two years two surgeries trying to figure out what's wrong with the shoulder um i don't remember if i said this on the last podcast but i am cleared uh he wants me to come back one more time next month just to make sure the uh stretches aren't damaging anything and then i will be 100 percent cleared completely uh, with that said, I was released last Wednesday. I made one phone call to a, a very close personal family friend. Uh, you guys know him as Jason Collins. Uh, about a job, he said, uh, I'll call you right back. Got my resume in on Friday morning. Monday, I had an interview. Tuesday, I had a second interview with the president of the company. Got the job offer yesterday, and I started my new career today. I am an inside sales rep for Mitco Tires, uh, making really good money, great benefits. So uh, it started at Gazastock, getting out, uh, doing things that I don't had normally done. Uh, and then now with the job and everything, uh, the old bin is coming back uh, for the good part, the, the good old bin. With the, the new the new elements that he's learned to improve himself, so uh, that's my pop for the week. Nice, yeah. nice. And I killed it on first day. Hell yeah. Hell. And uh, it looks like in two years, when Kylie graduates, I will be moving into outside sales. I will be on the road for a week, home for two. Awesome. And they pay for everything, so I'm excited about that. All right, Em, who you drizz off in? Well, hold on. Who's she pushing if she got a push? I've got a push. That sounded dirty. Um, so, uh, somebody that I wanted to push but got pushed last week, and I don't want to do it again. I didn't push them, but Walker 13 was on my list to push. But somebody, two, some two somebodies, pushed him already. Because he's just that good. So second on my list pops up as Brayden Toon. Brayden Toon. That's what I said. You said Brayden. I said Brayden. <laughs> uh, Brayden Toon is a very good guy in the ring. He's quite funny out of the ring. Um, I actually have a picture of me being photobombed. Picture of me and Chris Crunk. And that was hilarious, by the way. And you look yeah. in the corner of the picture, and there's just Braden Toon. Just and he is 
a great guy backstage too. Yeah, I just, don't really talk to him much out of the ring or whatever, and then getting just a home. good, good all around kid. He seems like it from what I've heard. He seems like a pretty good guy. And he's doing big things. So if you want to get him on your card, you better book him now for GCW signs him full time. Yeah. yeah. He's very good in the ring. I feel like he, um, I don't know. He just seems like a cool guy. So go Brenton. I don't really know what else to elaborate on that, to be honest. Far enough. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded fun and enjoyable. It was not enjoyable. Uh, Benson got Wells getting old. Joshua? That would be me. Think, no, it's your turn. That was Will. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah. It's Wilbur's yeah, turn. Wilbur, who you gonna, what you pushing this week? Who am I pushing? Push. Push it real good. Or what? We change it to a what? Because I think we don't push about every fucking body we like. Because like like pushing like um certain belts. But they plenty of motherfuckers for us to bury. Oh yeah. I'm actually gonna push one of our new guys. I know. Okay. Hey, he hung out with us at Gaza Stop. That's the one. Oh, and you remember what I told him to do? What we were talking about, he needed help with. Yep. Sit down, wiping his he butt. He sent me four different ones. Nice. Put it on. He only sent me one. That's rude. Okay. Where'd you go? <laughs> but yeah, I'm yeah. definitely gonna push Damian Bradshaw. Like that kid a lot. Tons of potential. And what we were talking about was. He was telling us during the intermission at Gazastock that he struggles with promos. So I told him, gave him some advice. And guess what, guys? Listen to this podcast. We gave advice to somebody, and he fucking used it. How about what? that? What? Who did y'all give advice to? How? We give advice to everybody, but nobody listens. Stay tuned for my drop, and you'll hear why. <laughs> but yeah, he sent so me two at work yesterday. And I critiqued them. They weren't bad. Like the one he cut on you, Jason. Um, you could you could see that he was thinking of what to say next. And there were some gaps in between what he was saying. Then he cut one on Viper about his debut match. And I told him the only thing wrong with that one was, you know, when uh, Viper had made the, the comment like it wasn't nothing personal. I said, that's where you need to get loud and be like, it might not have been nothing personal to you, but it was to me. So he sent two back uh, on his way to the gym and took those criticisms and killed both promos. Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah, he sent me the one on Viper. Yeah. The first cut or the second cut? The first one, I think. The one in his work shirt? No, it was in... He had his like shirt on. A cut up shirt. Yeah, he had his shirt on. Yeah, that was the uh that was the second one. Cause that's like I told him, I said, like, honestly, it's not like you're not that bad with the promos, honestly. I said, <laughs> but my advice would be to take the people you know in that locker room that can talk like a motherfucker and sit under them and get that part of the learning. Yep. And that's what I told him. I said, I got you anything you need. So uh, the kid will, 
still be reaching out for uh, advice. So uh, you can book him the second and fourth Saturday because he ain't going nowhere yet. And before you book him, though, get with his trainer and make sure he's cool with him working your show because we ain't letting him go everywhere yet. Stay, stay home for a little bit. Well, I mean, he can get out there. Like, he went and did uh, my buddy Yukon show up in Tullahoma. But he went with uh, he went with Brent uh, and a couple other guys. I won't say who for kayfabe purposes. <laughs> but uh, he wasn't even scheduled to wrestle that show and ended up wrestling uh, Brent that night. So Always bring your gear. And that's what I told him. I said, uh, Man, get with Crunk because you know there's a lot of times Crunk will post uh, headed to so and so got an open seat. I say, you know, even if you're booked here, you know we could work around that. Tell Crunk you want to take these, take these. I said, just you know get get out there any way you can. It's the only way to get noticed anymore. But I I would second that one. Josh, who and or what are you pushing? I am going to push Kevin Ryan. I like the kid. I know we're not going to get him much, but you know, anytime I've seen him, he's got he's got really good charisma. He can really get the crowd going just like Crunk can. And he's so funny. When he when he's not being his you know silly goofy self and he's cutting a serious promo, kid fucking nails it. Yeah, but I like his silly goofy self oh, too yeah, though. That shit's funny as hell. So. He's he if, if he's like the total package when it comes to like he can be goofy he can be silly he can be serious. He's not in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Wait, it's funny if you know what I'm talking about. Explain. Lex Luger was a wrestler in the '80s and '90s called the Total Package. <laughs> he's now a paraplegic in a wheelchair. So wrong, ha, 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 ha. but it's so right. So funny. Oh. <laughs> All right, Jason, who you pushing? Push your rib. Uh, my push for this week. If you still want to push, so help me God. You already done your push. I know, we've got another one. No, we're doing drop snacks. Who says? Look, say? Go ahead and do your other push real quick. Who is it? My other push is Ace Rockwell. Y'all don't understand how excited I am to see Ace Rockwell in person again. But see, the thing is, we're pushing people that people need to be aware of and to book them. We don't know what Ace's status is. He's a special guest referee for one night only. Yeah, but he's going to be a good referee for one night only. <laughs> he's you can't, we're, we're trying to get people yeah. to, to use right these guys. That's, that's what this platform is for. Since when are there rules There's for a segment? That There's always been rules about that because, I mean, I can sit here and tell you a ton of guys to book. Book Murder One, book Joe Black, book Will Huckabee, book Brad Cash, book Jason Hanson, book Menace. But all these guys are already getting bookings. We're trying to help the young guys, the, the guys aren't very well known, get bookings. Them greenhorns. Yeah, book Jason Hampton. Listen to Ben Thrasher. We thought you was a toad. <laughs> uh, my push on this one. Uh, I was literally about to say Josh is a Dapper Dan man. <laughs> well, he don't want. I, I, don't I want some goddamn Dapper Dan. This place is a geographical. 
Are you bona fide? Rails, people. Rails. What's your pop? Oh, brother, where art thou? <laughs> the damn soggy bottom, boy. Sure, if you carry a tune. God damn. Good job. Uh, Good effort. Uh, I think my push for this week is going to be... Silence. What the fuck did you just do? I'm just pointing you over to Why are you both the way you are? Because we're cool. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Josh. Well, she said, why are you both? So I was talking about him, too. Yeah, I should have pointed the phone. I think you're talking to, she was talking to both your personalities. Actually, I think that I was talking to Josh. Why are you the way that you are? She needs an extension cord. She needs an extension cord. So just real quick, my pop is going to be... Y'all finally going to beat Davey. The entire... My push is going to be the entire RCW roster, because watch out for it, because this show is going to blow it out of the fucking water. There you go. Bam. Goddamn right. Isn't that cheating? No, because we've done that before. Can I do my draw now? No, because it's not your turn. Whose turn is it? Right. Going to order. It's my turn to push somebody. Let me funk for a second. Let me funk. I just want to punch you out of the stomach. I've not, not pushed this kid yet, but he's he's still a young guy, but he's been doing this for years. <gasps> Tor can come back and not miss the fucking beat. Didn't I push him last week? Probably. Yes, I'm so proud of Tor. Yeah, Torque. Like I said, he's He's come back. He's, you know, he's put on a little weight. You know, that happens when we get older and take time off. But uh, he ain't fat by no means. And he's not missed a fucking beat in that ring. And the last two shows, he's had incredible matches. Uh, uh, two shows ago against David Young and uh, actually Black Dave's fucking eye. <laughs> Dave sent me a picture. He said, Torque's a fucking shooter, brother. And then uh, his match at New South, and I think his match with Kevin. Um, I think we're starting the show with that match, too. And you boys better bring your A game, because that's going to be a tough one to follow. And Torque will take bookings on the first, third, and fifth. We want him. He's a little different than some of our younger guys. We want him to get out there while he still can and make a little bit of uh a little bit of a run on what time he's got left in this business. Hell yeah. Uh, now it's the favorite part of the podcast where we shit on people. Yep, time to drop. Are you drop any toes? Time to drop a deuce. Y'all, this is my favorite segment. <laughs> no, it's not Trinity, Mom. I'm dropping on Trinity. Oh, um... Lady Hampton, Lady Hampton, Trinity. Hampton is dropping Trinity. I think Yumi's already dropped Trinity eight times. It's not been eight. Right on his goddamn. You're right. It's probably more like twelve. That's why it's so big. Okay, guys. So my drop, I'm super duper duper excited about, honestly, uh, because this person has no talent in the ring. I'm sitting right here. I truly don't know other than people. I really don't know what he brings to RCW. I'm just a referee, wise. Jesus. I'm done. I know that she knows. She knows. He knows. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious as fuck right now. Yeah. I'm dropping Chris Payne. 
I truly think that Chris Payne is overrated. He's not that good. He, the only good thing about him is the crowd that he brings. He brings a whole section, which I'm not mad. Well, mm, I'm not going to say that I'm not mad about that because I do not like that section. Um, As a former performer, though, you like people that make noise. Yeah. I mean, they do make a lot of noise. Granted, they can't stay on beat. Or you can't really understand what uh, they're saying because they only have... Well, they don't for have the most part, here. that is a building full of unrhythmic white people. <laughs> um, so, I just don't think he's as good as people make him out to be. I think he's improved from where he's been. Yeah, from when I first seen Payne when I got there and told Tyler I wanted to take him under my wing, I've seen drastic improvements. But, he, I mean, I don't know. He's just, I think he's a little bit too cocky. He's a little bit too big for his britches. Baked by a belt. Not if he's too big for him, he needs to buy bigger britches. Oh, yeah, that's how that works. So, Chris Payne, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> All right, Will. Top that, top buddy. That, <laughs> top, that, top, top that shit. Oh, I got it. Okay. I know you do. I know. I hadn't really thought of who I was anybody to shit on this week. How? I literally look hey, forward. It doesn't have to be from RCW, trust me. Because there ain't many people I drop from our show. I look forward to this part of the podcast. I think I look forward to this part of the podcast more than I look forward to my segment. I love the drop. I love getting the I, I do. When I pitched the idea and everybody was on board, I was like, this is perfect. Yeah. Ben? I mean, Will? Will? Young? I've lost weight, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> go drop that nut that I Dead air is never good on a podcast. My my flip flops are wearing off so bad that it kind of looks like a cracker. I got elbowed in the lip yesterday at cheer. You say your flip flops? Yeah, you know the little holes that are in the saltine crackers. Bro, I don't want to hear nothing about no flip flops. Have you walked through Atlanta with your flip flop busted? <laughs> I remember. I got elbowed. Blew my fucking flip flop out on the way to the damn praise game. <laughs> Rigged that shit up by holding it with my big toe the rest of the game. Because well, I damn sure wasn't paying sixty dollars for them shitty ass like you know them old navy flip flops. Yeah, that you can get for a dollar, but they put the Braves logo on there and they're yeah, they put the Braves on a sixty fucking bucks. I told Jason I was like, shit, I buy these twenty dollar house shoes and look like a homeless motherfucker in here. <laughs> and you know them. Then we- then we started drinking black cherry seltzers, and I forgot my flip flops didn't work until it was time to leave. <laughs> think, I think what else is a drop? So, my drop is minus a small select few. It's about, he's about to drop a whole roster. Mm-hmm. And I think another roster, too. Gotta what boil my roster. <laughs> You like the move? Move over, bitch. There are a select few whom I still absolutely love and adore. Of course. And they're the best thing that that place has got going for. 
Yeah, if it wasn't for the people, like, I'm pretty sure I know the select few he's talking about, and if it wasn't for them, they'd be in some, some trouble. This building is now for sale. <laughs> I can think of one I like that's on their full-time roster. The rest of them all go to fucking hell. Well. Kyle. And that's, Lo- and that's Logan. Logan. Yep. Oh, yeah. I wish we had him at oh. RCW. Push Logan. We can do good shit with him. Yeah. I do like a lot of the outside guys they bring in. Agreed. But you know what they say about that outside dick? Out's better, or that in out is always. Dick got them whole sick. Like no, it keeps them whole sick. <laughs> I like it like that. Better out than in. Atiana. Like All right, donkey. <laughs> Joshua. All right, my pop. Josh is not oh, no noble not steed, pop. and it's a drop. My drop. <laughs> noble steed. <laughs> Way to keep the straight shit going. I loved it. <laughs> my my drop is more of a what? If you drop parfaits, we're firing you. Of course, yep. you're a girl, Josh. Because everybody loves parfaits. I mean, you're just reeking with feminine beauty. Now, this is nobody has said this in particular, but if you're the type of person that stays at the same show... And you're special if you're a young talent, and you just like to talk shit. You don't. Hold like on, it. hold on. A young wrestler, talent is very subjectively thrown around okay, now, yeah. and it shouldn't be. Yeah, if you're a young wrestler that doesn't leave your home promotion, if you don't take advice, and especially if you like to talk shit or stay about other promotions, just because you don't like taking criticism, even if it's heavy criticism, mm-hmm. then why the fuck are you in the wrestling business? I know this, and I'm not even in training or wrestling. Being a wrestler, you have to take constructive criticism, no matter what. Yeah, and you have to have it's the only way you can. get better. And you're not going to get shit sugarcoated. It's <laughs> if you can't. And you don't, you don't surround yourself with yes men. Yes, you're not going to get no. any better. Like this is again, yeah, we're going to talk shit, but it's it's to motivate. If we don't like you, we'll say we don't like you, but. This is also. I'm going to tell you why I don't like you. Exactly. And you can fix that and be like, God damn, you could go from a drop to a push just like that. Yeah. So, I wonder if people take, take to heart what we say. <laughs> Very few, I believe. Maybe I'm I, really went, I really wish you went right before me because that was a great segue for mine. Oh, uh, that's why I was, I was kind of setting you up. Well, go ahead because I agree with everything you're about to say, so. So, okay, so get your shit together, you young wrestlers. Listen to the people that have been in this business and been somewhere and done something. Quit taking it and getting butt hurt and thinking you know everything. Because and this you know. is another thing to put on that, Josh. Young wrestlers does not mean a year or two in a business. If all you're doing is wrestling one show or two shows on the weekends and you're telling me you've been in the business five years, That's means right. you've got a year's experience. Plus, can I add on some, something onto that? Mm-hmm. If you think of yourself as a, a veteran, like if you've been in the wrestling community for a while, and, but you aren't, if if you're about, if you have the talent level of a green guy, you're not a veteran. No, a and veteran? here's how you know here's how you know you're a vet. If you can get bookings outside of your home area, if you have guys asking you for advice. If you have shows asking you creative ideas, if you have shows like Tyler asking you to come help him run creative and handle the locker room, 
like Tank. Tank has no no desire to ever do creative. But when he retired, when he came back from this retirement, he wrestles everywhere, no matter what kind of show it is. Which, by the way, I hope because, we get him. Because he's got that respect what from everybody. What name is that? What did you let in the house? He's got that respect. Everybody knows that he's going to bring his A game. People come to him for respect. So the rule used to be five years in, you were a vet. Now, that was back in the days where you were wrestling five, six, seven days a week. Those days are gone now, unless you've got a contract. And they're not even doing that anymore. So just because you started training, let's say 2014, and this is going to play right into where I'm going, as a referee, and I used you as a job boy, it doesn't mean you've been an active wrestler since 2015. Don't give me that bullshit. You probably got a year in the business, and let's just go ahead and we'll get into mine, and Jason, I guess he's piggybacking off mine because he said he agreed with it, is Cameron Cox. I've already dropped him once, and I dropped his idiot-ass fucking manager, Gabe Walters, too. I like Andrew Oziak as a person. I've never liked him in wrestling. Jason can tell you I hated him at Empire as a ring announcer because he's so mundane when he talks. A manager, a ring announcer, should not sound like fucking Ben Stein. These are the same people that I've cut promos on the last couple of weeks about 10-minute-long fucking bullshit promos that make zero sense. Cameron Cox, you are a sorry, worthless piece of fucking shit that has no business being in my fucking profession. You suck fucking dick. You have gotten worse instead of getting better. You surround yourself with yes men like Gabe who tell you everything you do is gold and you fucking suck. You go on to another podcast and shit on RCW. This is what's called from a veteran kid. This is a fucking receipt. Now, I can't talk about you going there in 2016 because I wasn't there. But I can talk about you coming back this last time because I was there. I was there when your fucking piece of shit dad got so goddamn drunk in the crowd, the cops got called. I'm the one that talked the cops into not taking his sorry fucking ass to jail. And you want to shit on my show because of that? Fuck you, you worthless piece of shit. And you said we didn't want to be, you didn't like it there because we wasn't pushing you? You don't deserve to be pushed. Bro, you got to have fucking talent for me to push you. You've got to have some little form of talent that I can see in you. you got to be a dime. You've either got to be a star already, somebody that I know can go out there and me not have to guide them and hold their fucking hand. Or you got to show me a little glimmer of that diamond in that mound of shit that you are. That I can knock the shit off and let that diamond shine. But you have none of that. You have a shitty fucking ego. You think you, you think you can fucking tell goddamn stories? The only story you've ever told was convincing motherfuckers that you were a goddamn wrestler. I don't know how the fuck you... I do know how you do that because you wrestle at nothing but fucking shit shows. You wrestle in Subligna, shit show. They draw zero people. Or you might pack it out, but everybody's dressed as a goddamn empty chair. You wrestle at cow wrestling. That is a fucking shit show. Again, I don't care who hears this, who gets mad about it, who wants to post the fucking post saying, we drew 116 people. Shit shows can still fucking draw. Pike will draw out the fucking ass. It's still a goddamn shit show. You are a piece of fucking shit. You wanted to work torque? 
all you had to do was when I told you, hey, we're going to put you with Steve Day because I can't have your manager coming in whenever he wants to. And you got mad. If you can't do bookings without your fucking manager, then enjoy being where you're at because no show of any any value is going to book him, period. No show of any value is going to book you. And I will make sure of it going forward now because you want to shit on RCW, the only good show that you've ever had a chance at since Empire and all they used you for was a jobber. Yeah. What, did, what did he say? We'll, we'll go over that in a minute. I'm I'm in a roll right now. And I hope you hear this. I fucking hope you hear this. And I hope you've got enough fucking balls to step to me face to face. But I know you won't. And you know you won't. And I know you're going to talk shit. And I know it's going to get back to me. But here's the deal. If you want to get better, I will still fucking help you get better. But if you don't want to get better, don't ever bring up my company that I work for's name, any of my talent, because we book talent. And you stay in your fucking lane and you work all these bullshit shows that where the only people that are there are people that can't get booked other places and big names that they're bringing in for hundreds of dollars when y'all get fucking chump change. How's that make you feel knowing you're making 20 or 30 bucks and other guys are coming in making 100? I'd be fucking pissed. But guess what? You're not good enough to even get that 20 or 30 bucks, bro. You're a hot dog and a handshake guy. You're not even a fucking real soda. You're a fucking, you're not even Sam's brand. You're some shit that just says soda on the can. You are a piece of fucking shit. And yeah, when you were on Not Safe or Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast, them's my boys. All four of them. JD is mine and Jason's kid. Me and Tyler, me and Jason, hell, Tyler's one of our kids. Shane's one of my best friends. Jake is my boy. You shit on RCW and didn't think it would get back. Oh, it got back, bitch. We got it. We got heat. This is this is the one. I love you, Drew, but I ain't squashing this shit. You're a piece of shit. Enjoy wrestling in Subligna and the other couple of shit shows you do, because I promise if I see you advertise on anything good, I will pull my connections and have you pulled off until you fucking get better or you humbly, publicly apologize. Fucking piece of shit. Kill it, 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 kill it. Okay. And on that note, this has been the Turn the Buckle podcast for this week. I am Jason Hampton. He's Josh Cox. Will Clark. And I pissed off Ben Thrasher. No, I'm not pissed. I said what I had to say, and I'm ready to go to work in the morning. <laughs> Very intense. And you are? Uh, Ratchet Ronda. Hampton. Peace out, fuckers. Except you, Cameron Cox. Die, bitch. <laughs>